I don't think very my, many my, people. My mask. Mask. Forgot about that one. Mask. No, not that one. Uh, Flash. Flash Gordon. What was it? In, in sectors. In sectors. Something like that. That does not ring my bell. The only reason I knew it is because my mom bought me this set of audiobooks at Sears that had the yeah, Fantastic Four. Let's not talk about Four. this on the podcast. Right I'm recording right now. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to go this long. I was just going to bring it up. We're talking about 80s cartoons. We're going to talk about the 80s cartoons. All right. Do the intro. Talk about it. Hello and welcome to episode 357 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I have two co-hosts, Jeremy. Hey. Justin. God damn, did that smell good. Get your nose out of my butthole, Justin. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I won't. I don't think I will. Uh, Can you tell I'm holding my nose right now? Is it obvious? Is it you holding your nose, or, or is, am it, I is Jeremy's I mean, anus can you holding tell, your nose? Can you tell my nose is being held by Jeremy's tight, tight butthole? This went in the wrong direction. <laughs> I could have just said butthole, and it would have been like, ha ha. Yeah. You know. But as soon as you add a couple, and really one adjective. Twice. Like it just gets gross. You start adding adjectives and adverbs to things like that. It's like when you when you call in sick, you just say diarrhea. Nobody's questions diarrhea. Yeah. But if you oh, say man, I've been... violent or runny. <laughs> Actually, that's usually better because they're like, oh, okay, all right, fine. I won't see you today. You know, they're not, they're not sitting there thinking, is he bullshitting me? Or is, is he, he shitting himself? Or explosive? <laughs> These are all words. They are. Very descriptive. Nobody that works for me has ever told me what was wrong with them. And I'm not going to ask. Yeah. Look, you I don't want to come in. That's fine. I yeah. think employees overestimate the need to fill out their bullshit. You just say you're not coming in. Yeah. If you do it too much, they're going to get on to you. It's like, hey, guess it what? Matter. You get like seven sick days a year. You can use one. Yeah. I don't care. I don't. Yeah, sick days especially. Like, you have a sick day. You don't have to go into... You don't have to... Uh, so... Uh, 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 I'm feeling so bad. I pull a Ferris Bueller. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. What's going it's, on? It's As a manager, I can tell you that, in general, that's completely unnecessary. Right. You can just say, I don't feel good. And I'm like, oh, don't come in. Unless yep. right. there's something stupid important you have to do that day, I don't care. Uh, so anyway, I was watching this YouTube video about uh, top ten Saturday morning cartoons or '80s cartoons that you forgot about, but they they had mask on there. Uh, I can see people forgetting about that one though. I had pajamas but with mask wore, on. Did it. you wear a suit? It was a suit, right? Well, they had they masks. Yeah, they had masks. I thought they and had they drove a vehicles. whole suit though. I thought it was a whole. I'm like, sure they had a suit. Chest and I'm like, sure it wasn't just like a naked dude with a mask on. But you, <laughs> but oh, I'm you saying, mean like there think, were wings? Well, you never would have like, forgotten about that. If that <laughs> I think been. I remember. I don't remember anything beyond like a like racing a suit, back, like a like a whole like suit and stuff. Like I think the figures like stuff clipped onto them or stuff like that. Well, when you're talking figures, I mean Batman had bullshit. Spider Man mm, had bullshit. Had all that stuff to clip onto. Spider Man did have a car. I did actually see recently there were comics where Spider-Man did have or a car. he had a motorcycle. Or I had, the, toy, I had less, the motorcycle toy. Yeah. It doesn't make it any less stupid. No, it man. It just means they knew people, dumb kids would buy Look, it. This is what happened. All right? They the decided they needed to sell more shit. cracked down and said, Spider-Man, you're leaving webbing all over these fucking buildings. You need to get a car. So yeah. we've chipped in. Spider-Man was like, well... 
So you want me to sit We've in traffic, in. the thing that makes – like because the reason the me swinging around in, is so good is because I'm avoiding all the bullshit in between. put special red and blue lights on top of it so people know, hey, it's Spider-Man's car. Well, the funny part is is the comic where I saw this, uh, someone had taken control of Spider-Man's car and was going to roll, run him over with it. Oh. He was on legit. the side of a building and so was the car. Oh. So because it's Spider-Man's legit. car, apparently legit. it could – it could go up the the, oh, right. the building. It so yeah, it's ditches. got those things. They traded. Uh, the, the car got bit by a radioactive spider, <laughs> Justin. Also, also, it actually would be worse because the webbing disintegrates within a couple of hours. Right. Right. Okay, so the number one one was GoBots. I had all kinds of GoBots. Well, didn't we forget GoBots because GoBots was Transformers? GoBots was Transformers, but I didn't own any trans. I had like one Transformer, and then probably like. 30 GoBots. Really? Yes. I definitely don't remember Probably because they were cheap, if I had to guess. Uh, there was a Rambo cartoon, a Chuck Norris what? cartoon. I Rambo cartoon. No. Uh, Rambo, he even wore the green necklace around his neck from green 2. Green necklace? Yeah, in Rambo 2? You mean red bandana. No, he had a, he had a necklace he took from the girl. <laughs> he stole some girl's necklace. No, she, he fell in love with some girl over in Vietnam. Who listed and them? He went back so. to Vietnam or something like that and fell in love with her. Jace and, and the Wheeled Warriors. I think she ends up dying nope. in it. And he hmm. takes her necklace somewhere. And he's wearing it in the in the cartoon. Yeah, that is one weird thing I remember about the eighties is that they would make kids' cartoons out of like R and PG thirteen stuff. If there's a Ghostbusters cartoon. Dan Acker gets blown by a ghost in that movie. But sure, kids watch this. Because they did. Because kids were cooler in the 80s. We were down with shit like that. We we liked our uh, we liked our kids in E.T. calling each other sure pecker breath. Kids see worse things nowadays. Centurions. Well, not, but not in the shit that is given to them specifically. Like, ah, oh, this is okay for you to see. I mean, you go see a PG-13 uh, Marvel movie. I mean, people are getting shot sometimes. But even that's yeah. kind of like, whoa. Like, you're not going to see blood or anything like that. There were, R- Robocop came to Wild River Country and it was like a kid's attraction when I was a kid. You could buy Robocop toys. I watched Robocop when it was on Showtime. Yeah, that shit was violent as hell and they cursed and there's all the like time. Cocaine everywhere. Yeah, it's like super not for kids. Ultra super mega not for kids. But that's, that was the 80s. It was like, yeah, whatever. They were like, your mom's probably behind you doing cocaine anyway. Aliens toys, Terminator toys. I don't know why. I just wanted to make a point out of that. Anyway, I thought that was weird. The video doesn't have a list and it's 24 minutes long and it's really hard to select stuff with my... It didn't have a list in the comments or, no. or in the, the uh, what description? The Those are the ones I remember. Downvote. Uh, Do not like. <laughs> there was... I can't remember. There was one other one. I was like, there's no way that people forget that. Those, everybody had that toy. Oh, Rainbow Bright. No, that was not. Uh, Strawberry Shortcake. I also saw the top worst movies I mean, I of the eighties. I mean. uh, Howard the Duck. Yeah, or was... Rainbow Bright. Which, by the way, I don't know if you're trying to think of Nightlight, but Rainbow Bright was the girl with the multicolored right. skirt. Okay. Yeah. Night Bright. I, mean, I, I didn't feel have like everybody that. had yeah, yeah. a light and bright. She, yeah, light bright. And she had a little turn on uh, the magic of colored light. I didn't have a light bright. Turn on the magic of colored light. Sketch. The thing about light bright was you had to poke the holes in the paper 
and it told you it had like a little R or a Y to tell you what color it was, and you had to poke the pen through the paper, and then you couldn't really do it again the same way because you didn't know which color went there unless you looked on the box, and it uh, happened to have a picture of that one on the box. Yeah, I remember. I don't remember any enjoyment from Night Bright. Light bright, light bright. Uh, Do you have a glowworm when you were a kid? Did not have a glowworm. I had a glowworm. My mom still has my glowworm. Mm-hmm. His face has turned very yellow, mm-hmm. as plastic it often does. I mean, very yellow. I would think it'd be like very white because like, it'd be like washed out. No, it's doing the thing like a Nintendo or an old computer. Oh yes, 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 yes. Uh, so the top ten uh, worst movies, some of them were legitimately bad, but uh, Howard the Duck was on there. I liked Howard the Duck. Yeah, of course we liked it when we were kids. I haven't seen it since then. I haven't either. I have seen it on a lot of lists. Of and they said, apparently, really they said that the people that acted in that movie had a hard time getting work after that. And I was like, oh, yeah, because, you know, Tim Robbins and uh, what's her name? Tim Robbins in that movie? Yeah, he plays the, He's uh, the love sign, interest, the, but not love interest. Yeah. But, Wow. The dorky guy. He like hangs around him. He becomes uh, the other a person you're manager, thinking is Caroline in the city. Her last yeah. name is actually in the city. Yes. No. <laughs> What's her freaking name? Carolyn Ray? What? It doesn't seem right. No. I don't think her name's Carolyn anything. It's the chick from Back to the oh. Future. Yeah, I know that. Two, but right? I can't think of her name. Two. She's in all of them. Oh, she's the mom. She's mom, the mom. Yeah. <laughs> Not the girlfriend. I couldn't remember Oh which my one God, why out. can't we remember her name? But they switch out. Who's the woman that this was out? Who who'd she becoming to? Oh, uh, oh, it was Avengers his girlfriend. Yeah, uh, his uh, girlfriend in the first movie Beth, was not the Elizabeth, same person. Or Elizabeth, Elizabeth Shue. Shue. That you remember? Well, I mean, had such a crush but on Leah her, Thompson. Right? You don't remember Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. That's that's one of my favorite scenes of any movie is where she's all. Hardly wearing any clothes. Oh, Howie. Making out with yeah. Howard the Duck. It's fucking weird. It yeah. is fucking weird, but she's <laughs> you fucking should, not. The feathery are, are really totally watch. into that scene. She's got, really she's got that crimped uh, hair going on because she's should, in a rock band like Jim. You should watch the Goldbergs episode where he like goes to the theater. Goldbergs. Yeah, the Goldberg show. The Goldbergs. But the it's Jewish all family. Yeah, well, I guess so. They're called Goldbergs. Well, it's focused around... The, uh, sounds vaguely familiar. It's supposed to be this guy named Adam F. Goldberg. From the 90s? No. It's a recent show. It's on TV Is still. It? Yes. Huh. But there was a Goldberg show, I think, at one point. But this is called The Goldbergs, and it's a... Uh, is that the show the Goldbergs, where the dad is, Oswald is, the, the uh, is Larry David's agent? Yes. The okay. Goldberg show is like the Wonder the Years woman, of the 80s, right? And it has the wo- woman... Uh, yeah, kind of like that. It's, it has the woman from Reno 911... Uh, she had blonde hair, or like Chris Rock's old show with the kid. Yeah, that was yeah. On the kid. But uh, anyways, but he so he, it was Wonder Years for Black. So people. he's he's uh, <laughs> he uh, his grandpa tries to cheer him up, and he's all like telling him, "We'll go see this movie." It was it was directed by because I think it had like George Lucas's name attached to that movie. Yeah, I think so. Which and, is Spielberg or Spielberg, and he's like, "It can't be, it can't go wrong." Yeah, how are in the theater no, watching it was, or whatever? It was, and it's uh, like, and it was George that, Lucas. Oh, okay. And it was that scene where he's all like, "She's trying to seduce him." I was like, "What is this? What is this? Why is this even in here?" <laughs> yes, folks, that's a real movie from the eighties. That was like even as a child, it was very uncomfortable. So from watch watching that, that video, like that was one of the first. Other than the crappy Spider-Man movies, that was like one of the 
biggest deals was oh, George Lucas is making bringing the Marvel Universe to the yeah. big screen. <laughs> and then everybody's like, wait, what? Duck. Man, think of how fucked up a Tim Burton Howard the Duck movie would be. I haven't read the comic, so I don't know how it's supposed to be. Well, in the comic, he's more like a Rocky Raccoon. No, wait, Rocky Raccoon. Rocket Raccoon type character. Wow, you just com- you just compared that to something else that I don't know what you're talking uh, about. From Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Like a loud Apparently he makes like... Universe. He has a cameo in one of the Avengers. He's in Marvel. He's in Guardians of the Galaxy. Howard the Duck? Maybe it's Gardens of the. Gardens he's, of the he's in there with the collector scene. He's in the background, and then at the very end, the last clip is him like smoke, uh, drinking a martini or whatever. Yeah. With the guy. At the end of the movie, uh-huh. I do not remember any of this shit. Yeah, this is the like one. they animated him, and he's just hanging out. I don't remember if he's animated or if he's actually like a. You just said he was drinking a martini with somebody, right? But he could have been a, <coughs> a costume. It could have been a, okay. Well, oh, all right. So, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, well, he I mean, was it's, there. it's 2015. I assume that I was going to say you know, it's probably not a costume. animated. Yeah. It's like Green Lantern's outfit. But yeah, I pointed. I remember point. I thought I pointed it out to you in the theater. Like he's back in the background. Like oh, like way. In, I, I see. Yeah, he's like in the background. In, I thought in you said the, it was like the. I thought it was like the focus of a scene. No, no, it was like in the background, hanging up, and, and like you could see him sitting. Gotcha. That's definitely not a costume, but there he is. How weird. Yeah. Okay. But anyways. So. Uh, that's all for that. So I f- I finished Soma. Yeah. I'm annoyed. Okay, spoilers. Matt's never gonna play it because shit jumps out. Sure ain't. Spoilers for Soma. At the end, when the guy got super pissed that he didn't get on the arc, I was like, "You realize that it was just 45 minutes ago when we copied you the last time, and you went and killed your old self, right? You thought for like even a second that it was gonna be." You getting on the arc, right? Yeah, I mean, really? Yeah, I yeah, I really like that game. It's a it's a great uh, you know like mental mental exercise in thinking about identity. Yeah, and how transporters work on Star Trek, right? Because that's the same thing. Also, I found that ending probably the most abrupt ending i've it didn't feel like it wasn't complete i just for some reason felt like oh 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 it's over really well, i mean you did huh. wait till after the credits i think so maybe were you Not... it, really so at, video game credits man damn so even seth was there watching and he whenever it ended i was like uh that's it and he's like Maybe there's something after the credits. <laughs> I was like, there has to be, right? So after the, I mean, it felt complete. After the credits are done, you end up on the arc. You go into the copy to see what happened to them, and so you're in like this. How much of that? How much is, is there of that? Oh, like three minutes. Oh, okay. You go into the arc, and you're in the woods, in the mountains, and there's clouds and sun and a stream with bridges across it, and you walk. And you get to the beach, and uh, Caroline. No, you're trying to. <laughs> what the hell's her name? Leah Thompson. No, <laughs> the chick that's been with you the whole time. Oh, the she's Irish, right? Was she Irish? No. <laughs> Caroline is the name of Glados. Oh, oh, you're thinking of uh, but Cortana? No. <laughs> sort of, basically. 
Oh, shit. It was Cortana. She was there with you the whole time. You're Master Chief. I Lady. knew this was a ripoff. And... No, no, I'm Lady Cortana. In the lake. Lady You're in Master the water. Chief. Lady in the deep. Lady in the lake. Lady in the... What are you doing right now? He He's said lady to... in the... And oh. I was like, lady in the water. Lady in the deep. Lady in the lake. Lady in red. Lady in red. Anyway, so you get to the beach, and he... Uh... Right, because the arc is where people are uploading their conscience. Right. Uh, Black Mirror episode right here. As a matter of fact, did you watch more of that? I watched season? that. Okay, one. you've seen that one. All right. That's the best episode of Black Mirror. That's fine. That's fine. Episode. I haven't watched any of the. I haven't watched after that though. It did make me think though. Uh, that girl that's yeah. in it, the the white chick. Yeah. It's like she's just gonna get typecast. She's it's like home. you're really great in the eighties. You're really. I know. That's what I'm saying. You're like you're really great in the eighties. Uh, we watched in the eighties. And she's like, I want to, I don't want to keep getting typecast with Stranger Things season two. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> you know, because everybody in Stranger Things. Oh, is she in Stranger now. Things too? No, 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 oh, okay. no. Okay. But I would not be surprised if she showed up in there because she's just like, she just seems like a perfect '80s person. Anyway, so you walk down to the beach and you're like, Catherine, because she's standing there, and she turns around and opens her arms to come hug you, and then the game's over. Hmm. So it's all virtual then. The arc is it's a yeah it's like you're uploading yourself to a well I mean a matrix well yeah the arc of. is and they launch them into space so they'll stay there for thousands of years yeah it's it's literally the last thing they could think of to keep humanity going even if it's just a computer <laughs> full of simulated versions of people you mean I'm the last human alive on the planet yep kill me <laughs> okay. <laughs> So that's what that's what it was. No, that happens earlier. You you find somebody, you find one person alive in the whole thing. That's not. Like, yeah, because you you again, this is like super spoilers. But yeah, so what means you find what out means right here? You say, that you were never actually when you when you get up. This is the game you, where you, you you go to the doctor. Yeah, and you wake up for a brain scan. Or you wake up in the future or something. Like that. Yeah. yeah, as it turns out, when the doctor brain scanned you, he made a copy of your intelligence, your brain. And it got uploaded into a robot. And when you wake up at the beginning, you don't realize for a little while. It's actually a pretty good reveal, reveal scene when you realize, like, oh, shit, you're actually just a robot. You're just a machine with this brain imprint whenever, it. Whenever I found the robot that was like, hey, I need help. And it's like, uh, what What do you want? Where are you? And he's like, I'm right here. Uh, you're, all I see is a robot. He's like, what are you talking about? I can see my hands and feet. I was like, oh, shit, I'm a robot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so did you like it overall? Yeah. So, uh, so wait, were you like a beta test for this or something? So you had... Sure you would remember better than I do. <laughs> you, you were in a car accident and you've got a brain injury. And so you go in for this brain scan with the scientist and... uh. There's something, I can't remember what the deal is. Like, you're going to die, and like he's supposed to help figure this out, or whatever, to fix it. You go in for a brain scan, the hood goes down, and then if it fast-forwards 100 years, and you wake up in this underwater facility. Well, partway through the game, you get to where they were doing the brain scans for all the other people, and you go and look on the computer, and you find... That your where your brain scan had come from, that the doctor had saved it, and then they have um, <coughs> like recordings between you and the doctor, and yourself a hundred years ago woke up 
and then uh, there was nothing the doctor could do, and you died like two months later. And before you died, you told the doctor that it was okay for him to use your brain scan and experiments. So it had just been saved as like, here's a good brain scan. Mm-hmm. And so whenever but they of were course, testing, the brain scan is, is dated to when it was taken. So mm-hmm. before you started to die. Until right. So then to test all of this stuff when they were making it in the future, they just went and grabbed an old brain scan to put in the system to see if it would work or not. And it happened to be you. So it's, it's really, it's, man, I'd forgotten how much I like that game. See, I wish it's a great sci-fi it story. it didn't have shit jumping out at me. I would to like be, to play to a fair. game that has a story like that and was more like mist-based where <coughs> shit wasn't there. Yeah. It was just me walking somebody around has made Somebody stuff. has created a mod where the monsters don't see you if you want to play it. Oh, okay. Um, also, usually when people make those kind of games where there's no monsters, other people on the internet yell at them because this is a walking simulator. Yeah, you're stupid, you dumb faggot, social justice, yeah. blah, blah, blah. How dare you make a game about your boy dying of cancer? Anyway. This is the last dragon People complained. <laughs> people complained about that. that game? Yeah. I don't remember what it was. What was it? It was something, la- the dragon? That dragon cancer. That dragon cancer. <coughs> um... It was just trying to win an Oscar. <laughs> I don't know. Like it, it just they accidentally called that game out. The uh, the artistic style of it was it just made me think it was like trying to be artistic, but also I mean I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I mean I have nothing. I mean that's the artistic style they wanted to go with. Right. And to be fair, the monsters don't jump out at you so much as you know they're there and you have to hide from them. Yeah. It is really scary though. But you the screen starts to freak out yeah. whenever they're close yeah. by, so you know it's real man, yeah. So real yeah, dance. it's really freaking scary, right? Wyatt sat in my lap and watched it. Man. On per he he's like, I wanna see the monster. I was like, Okay, sit down. And he's like, Dad, there's a monster. You better run, Day, run. So I'd go and hide and he's like, Ooh, that monster's so scary. I was like, you're being cynical. And so we would hide. Sarcastic. And, and, sorry, yeah, you're being sarcastic. And then the screen starts freaking out. He's like, watch out, Dad, here you come. You better hide. You better hide. And so. Jeremy makes sociopaths. <laughs> well, it reminds, like, I would watch stuff like that. I would watch horror movies when I was a kid and it didn't bother me. And apparently it doesn't bother Wyatt at all because we're in the office where it's like a corner office with what windows. About Seth? Does he have trouble with Seth, stuff? Seth was like, can you pause the game? I, I need to talk to you. I was like, why do I need to pause? He's like, I don't want to see it. <laughs> but I thought he liked Five Nights at Freddy's or whatever. He's never played Five Nights oh, at Freddy's. Okay. It's the concept that the kids like, not the game. Which doesn't surprise me because I was a huge fan of like Garbage Pail Kids and yeah. Oh, that was another like one that. of the top ten worst movies, the Garbage Pail Kids movie. <laughs> wow. Uh, anyway, so I'm in the room. It's corner office. It's got windows on two sides, and the monsters coming. And I'm looking down. This monster doesn't. It's not one of the ones that if you look at it, it comes after you. It has to see you. Mm, okay. One of like the melted people or whatever, and. Well, I was like, I want to see it. So I just, I was like, all right, let's look at it. And he's like, ew, that's so gross. There he goes. Bye, monster. 
I was like, all right. And then we're walking down the hall, and the lights go off, and he goes, oh, and he holds his hands up in front of his face, but he keeps his fingers apart so he can still see through it. I'm like, are you scared? And he's like, I'm really scared. Go in that door. He does sound like he's just like, oh, this is super scary, Dad. Boy, howdy. And he's like, you're going to give him nightmares. No. Huh. And and then after that. You know what you got to do? You got to push him. I know. It's time to break out the amnesia. I know. Yeah, get some alien isolation going on. So and then at night you got to break into his room. Yeah. No. Go, <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. And hide in his closet. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, Dad, there's a monster in here." He's like, "I'm oh. super scared." He's like, right you now. got me. You got me. He already. And then Jeremy becomes a toddler victim number four hundred twenty-seven that year. For being shot or whatever with toddler, toddler. Kids. Why I tried to drown Seth today? It's all right. Ah, it's kids. They were in a stuff. bath. They were taking a bath, and why I just grabs Seth's neck and pulls him under, and Seth's like thrashing, and I'm like, <laughs> let go of him. <laughs> oh, kids. And why it's like, got you. <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ. But no. So then, like, he's the good son. <coughs> Macaulay Culkin, good yeah. son. He's, for like days after this, he's like, Daddy, play you scary game. And I'm like, I, I can't, I'm working right now. I can't. He's like, play scary game. So then after work, I would play, I would play it and he'd sit there and watch it. And right. then after work, after, huh? I said, right, after work. Gotcha. No, I don't, I don't play games when I'm working from home. Uh, I got too much shit to do for that mess. I got too much shit to do to even drive to work. <laughs> that wastes 20 minutes that I could be doing stuff. Uh, so after I beat it, he's like, hey, play Scary Game. And I was like, I beat it. I got, there's nothing else to do. And he's like, aww. Uh, you should get, you should uh, play some of those Slender Man games now. So here's something. I opened Steam and, you know, since I played that, all of my suggestions are Slender Man and yeah. Amnesia, which I already own. I don't know why it's suggesting this. And... So I was like, oh, it's Slender Man. I was like, you want to play it? He's like, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, other, I, after I beat that, that was day before yesterday. Uh, last, or that night, I started playing Turbo Dismount just because so I that was you playing. on my computer. Yeah, I was like, oh, I can get a higher score than this. I can get a higher score than this. Yeah. I can tell totally it gets that. I feel like I've. So, is that one of the newer releases of Dismount where there's multiple different stages? There's like 20 different scenarios for oh, okay. you to go and throw yourself on a car hood. Into, oh, okay. Is the car moving? Or are you just. Yeah. Oh. Okay. You can drive it. There's usually. I mean, it's usually like a straightaway. Like the default level, there's just a straightaway with a wall at the end. But you can put in obstacles like ramps and speed boosts and mines or bowling pins or whatever and try to hurt yourself as much as possible. Hmm. But then there's one, uh, it's called like police chase and you get on the highway and you can either run into a car or the cops will start hitting you and it'll throw you out of the car and then they start running over you. And Good Lord. It's pretty cool. They know just falling down a flight of stairs. My anymore. favorite one so far is there's a wind farm. And you have to hit the ramp and then fly into all these uh, windmills that are way too close to each other. Mm -hmm. And then it just like slaps you into each other and yeah, yeah. your pieces are coming apart. And Oh, pieces of you come off in this one. Yes. 
Huh. They they can. Uh, so then I put, uh, you can customize the face. So I went and stuck a picture of Wyatt on the face and put him on the hood. And he thought that was the funniest flip. He's like, there goes Wyatt. Ah! He's dying. <laughs> Speaking of which, our so fish. Child Protective Services listen to this. I have to question whether or not. So the boys have been else. playing GTA 5 this week. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Somebody. Did Mandy just give up? Somebody finally made a family-friendly mod really? for GTA V. What is That's it? a Shoot. clever idea. <laughs> Rubber bullets? There's no guns. The guns are taken out. No smoking, no drinking, no cursing, no hookers, no strippers. Do you still play the story mode and it takes all? Or are you just like, you they can just run around? around. Gotcha. You could, the guy says you can do the missions, but he recommends you go get 100% save so that they can't. something doesn't break. Oh, okay. Uh... And I did that. And uh, you can't, by the default... the cops turned off? Yes. Oh, okay. Cops are turned off. I was going to say, because you would end up getting in trouble and... So there's, there's actually, like... Actually, the cops should be turned on because there's no way for you to fight back. So you would get in trouble and get busted and kids would learn a lesson. You can't do anything bad. You can't even hit the people. If you drive up on the sidewalk, the car just pushes them over to the side. Huh. Wow. And there's a setting on there, which it says you should be careful with, because if you're going really fast, it could break, that when you hit a car, the car will shoot underground right before you hit it, so you can drive over it, and then it'll pop back up, so you can't even crash. Jeez. And you all you can't steal the cars. <laughs> you, If you're in a car parked next to a car, you hit in, and the drivers swap. So you're in their car, and now they're in your car. So it's like you're not... St- they literally took all the crime out of it. Yeah. I, I, I just, ah, you just switch. I turned that back on. I was okay. like, what? Yeah, just turn that back on. Yeah. Tam- car damage just turned off. And I was like, this isn't even fun now. Yeah. Like, so yeah. I went, I, just, I turned car damage back on. Yeah. And for the cops. This is really ingenious, though. Yeah. For the cops, I if made he it. charge for that. He makes so much money. I made it so that you're, by default, you can't get any stars. I turned that off. If you drive on the sidewalk, even though you're pushing the people out of the way, it still counts as you hitting them. So the cops will spawn, but it's set to where the cops ignore you. So the cars spawn and just sit there. So then you can walk up and hit in and get in the police car and drive ah, off. Ah, fun. Yeah. So that way you can still drive the police car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. And uh, well, what prompted this, there's all these videos on YouTube where Spider-Man is driving Lightning McQueen, and they're on the beach in Los Santos. And I was watching the video. I guess you have Spider-Man and Lightning McQueen. I have Lightning McQueen and a DeLorean. I didn't bother with the the model, the Mm -hmm. character model. Uh, Lightning McQueen's cool, though. It's like, I'm driving Lightning McQueen. This is awesome. Seems like he'd be out of place in that realistic world. It's a, well... They assigned it, whenever you upload a car mod, it takes the place of a different car. Mm-hmm. So they assigned it to one of the stupid rare cars. So it's not like you just see him driving out on the street. Right, right. You're like the only one in Lightning. Yeah, McQueen. but I mean like the look of it being in that world would seem kind it of It actually looks, it looks pretty damn good. Hmm. It would look like a normal I mean, race car if it weren't for the eyes. Yeah, and I was going to say, it's got but a face. <laughs> when you're driving, you can't see the front, so... It's true. Um, 
And the DeLorean, they have a version of the DeLorean where you can make it fly and stuff, but you have to install, it's called an add-on mod, and you have to go and edit a bunch of stuff. Mm. And Yeah, I'm playing Fallout 4 now, and I'm like, oh, this looks cool, and I get down there, I'm like, okay, you gotta get these DLLs, and you gotta put it in this folder. And that's it, how this one it's works. Probably, it's probably much less effort than it <coughs> than I make it out to be, but I'm just like, uh, I'm like Scott Pilgrim reading an email, I'm just like, uh, delete. Um... Whenever you edit the files, you have to use this thing called Open Sesame. Open IV. I think it's Open Four because it was for GTA Four, but it's Open IV. Uh, you have to create a copy of the file somewhere else and then modify it, and then that thing tells the game to use this file instead of the old one. Mm. Because if you modify the actual game file, whenever you try to load the game. It'll download like a seven gig update because it sees that the file is screwed up. Ah. And then what's shitty, if you install any of these mods, you have to completely get them out of your folder because if you get on GTA Online, it'll That's ban you. Yeah. yeah. I got banned. Cause, I can't cause find. Because they got on it on accident or? No. I can't find the monster truck. Monster Truck came out as an Independence Day DLC. I have all the files. It's supposed to spawn at this radio station, and it won't. And then somebody was like, well, I got on GTA Online and went and bought it at the car place, and now it shows up in my garage in the game. And I was like, all right, I'll do so that. That was literally the only reason you wanted to get in there. Yeah, so I got on there, and I looked on the phone, and it wasn't there. Oh, they can't get on the phone either. They can't call anybody. Huh. They can still receive texts, but you're in the you're at the end of the 100% save, so there's nobody to text you right, anymore. Right, right. Uh, they can't use the web browser with the, the flip off yeah. finger pointer. Um, anyway, apparently wonder, it's glitched and you like, can't buy the monster truck anymore. And then the next day I got an email. It's like, you've been banned for 30 days and we reset your character. And I was like, oh, you reset it to 10 minutes before I got on. Yeah, That's fantastic. Right. Oh, no. I wonder if this guy went in, because I want to say, especially with any of the places Trevor is from, there's like nudie pictures on the wall. You can't swap to Trevor. You can't swap characters, and you are Franklin. You can't swap <laughs> They pick like the cleanest. Yeah. The cleanest guy. This will be the easiest. You're just, you're the black guy. Yeah. You can't swap characters. I turned that on, and even with character swapping turned on, if you try to swap to Trevor, it swaps you to the other white guy. The mafia guy. Yeah. I can't think of his name. Anyway, it swaps you to him no matter what. Michael. Yeah, it swaps you to Michael, but in the scene, you know, where it zooms out and then it goes and finds them and it zooms back in, um, he'll be wherever Trevor would be. So the the last time I did it, because Trevor's house is way closer to where the monster truck is supposed to spawn mm. than what Franklin is. I was like, I'm just going to turn that on and get on Trevor. And as soon as I switch, like... He's just got his face in a bowl of cocaine. <laughs> and I was like, eh, yeah, I can see why character swapping is turned yeah. off. But it's actually, it's exactly what I wanted ever since Seth was like, I want to play GTA 5. I want to drive the cars. Yeah. I also is, saw some Burnout Paradise load up, but I'm guessing that's That's why. That's truck game. because Truck have, game. I want to play truck game. That's exactly. He's done playing farm game. Yeah, and ever since he saw a truck game, there hasn't been any more farm game. Uh, the Ford Raptor in Burnout is the same one as their Power Wheels. Mm. And you can go and paint it blue just like their Power Wheels. And they 
Seth was the same way. He'll just drive that shit all day. Kids are so fucking blessed, man. I remember, you know, we had video games, but in 1996, <laughs> when I was 16... What do you want to call a video game? I mean, it was 8-bit shit. I had, I had a square age. that would go through a maze. But this is what I'm saying, right? Like, And I remember when I saw video, just video, like a teaser video of Twisted Metal... It blew my fucking mind, man. Those cars were in 3D. It was a 3D world, finally. That basically sold me a PlayStation. And I played the shit out of that game and subsequent games. And now kids can load into fucking Burnout Paradise, which looks like ridiculously good compared to any old Twisted Metal game or GTA Five. Yeah. And we just drive around in this open world like, man... To me, Twisted Metal why is an open world game. Wyatt's favorite thing to do on GTA is to go back to Franklin's house, get up on the roof, and jump into the pool. And he'll like run in and be like, hey, come watch, come watch. And I'll be like, this better not be you jumping in the pool again. And I'll walk <laughs> in, he's like, watch. He in the pool. <laughs> I know. I know. He's in the pool. You know, there's like 600 square miles for you to explore. Run around and do interesting stuff. And I wonder what's, can you go to the military base and they just let you in? Like, hi, welcome home. They don't, here's our tank. So it was, it was funny because I had, I had already done that thing where you could, uh, still get stars, but the police ignore you. And I went on the military base and it spawns all these military guys and they're sitting there and they're like, like, ah. They do. They move barely, and then they start like, uh, 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 and so I just walk up to them. And they're sitting there like, uh, uh. it's like you're some super like, being, like a Doctor Manhattan. You are frozen. And like, oh, you want me so bad, don't you? Want the I'm running around on your military base. I jump in the helicopter. Too bad I'm God here. I jump in the helicopter and take off, and then like all the military helicopters are spawning, but they can't move. They're just hovering. Oh, they actually just spawn in the air and they're yeah. hanging out. Yep. It was cool. Because you immediately just, oh, just freeze them in place. Like that kid from that Twilight Zone story. Yeah. Where he wishes them? Yeah. Cornfield? Wish it away, Daniel. I made a three-headed gopher. It's cool looking, isn't it? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make him dead now. Yeah. It's like, okay, you're fucking creepy, man. Yeah. This I'm done with this episode. <laughs> you're bad. I'm going to turn you into a jack-in-the-box and wish you into a cornfield. Oh, shit, man. That That is the most fucked-up Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. The movie version is actually, like, much happier. Cause she, is it? With the, the Tasmanian well, fucking devil? Well, the teacher around? ends up, like, uh, go, yeah. like, going to be with him, and you yeah. get the sense that she's going to make him a better person. Make right. him a real person. Right. But then I read the transcript, because I never saw the original Twilight Zone movie, and it ends with them just, like... Yes, yep. he's a good boy. Yep. He sure is a good boy. After he does some horrible shit when someone tries to kill him. Yeah. yeah. You should bring that show, that show back. We need new Twilight Zone. Come on, Netflix. You're bringing everything oh, else back. Black, Black Mirror's Mirror is popular. No, but like straight up Twilight Zone. Yeah. Like some serious ass Twilight Zone. Or Outer Limits or just any of those. Or Outer Limits or just any of those, yeah. I'd even take Incredible Stories, which often had, you know, happy endings. You mean Amazing Stories? Amazing Stories. Thank you. That was, uh, what's his name? Spielberg? Spielberg? Yeah. Any heart. Okay. Anything else? I don't think so. We okay. played Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. Oh, was that. Together. Yeah. And Mandy and Nost. Yep. Uh, so what did you think? We played against the computer. On, on basic. On, on basic. Um, 
So, so we played one night. We we played quite a few games, I would say. And I was thinking, okay, we need to get back in there and play against some real people. But then I never had the urge to. Yeah. And I I I totally get why people like MOBAs. But finally playing one. Here's the thing. I thought about you know, I, playing against a computer like we were pretty much beaten ass. Yeah. I mean, you had to watch yourself. You couldn't just like we just run up in right, the front right. the whole time. We should but, we should play it on adept, and that's playing it on adept is more like playing against people. Like I imagine you. it would be. I don't want that though, because here's the thing I don't <laughs> like about this game or MOBAs, and this is like the light version of MOBA. Lol, you know, like a real game of lol can be like an hour long or more. I've played an hour and a half game of Heroes of the Storm. Before. See, that surprises me because I had always heard that there were mechanisms in the game that kept it like. To 30 minutes at most. But the thing is, and this is what I realized about that game, I don't want to play a MOBA game because I don't want to have to play a game where we're like fighting, fighting, we finally get these towers right here down and we're almost there, and then the enemy takes like all the towers in the north. Uh, now we gotta abandon this, we gotta go up here and do this shit now, because they got all these, uh, oh they took the ones in the middle. I don't want to play no goddamn arbitration game where it can go back and forth. And I totally get that that's part of what makes a great MOBA game. Like all the people playing MOBA, are like that's what makes it fun. And like, yeah, I get well, now you. To, now to be fair, there's I don't want to do that. There's only one level in Heroes of the Storm where they can take the towers back. Really? On all the other levels, you destroy their towers. The only one is where that wall goes all the way across, and there's the cannons that'll kill you unless you go through the tunnel, which we never went through the tunnel. But it has the wall set up that, where they can kill you, and the only way to destroy their keep is to fire the cannons. Mm-hmm. And that's the only one where they can take the towers back. All the rest of them, you destroy them, and they're gone forever. Well, okay, So the strategy is is to destroy the tower, and then you go get the boss or the mercenaries at the bottom to go across. It's not like that's the only thing. I mean, it just... Mandy doesn't like that you have to start over every time. It's like, what's the point of leveling up my character? I was like, it's just to get you gold and new looks. Every you time mean, you like, start leveling the game. Up in the- like, why do you get a level at the end of each round if you're not making your character better? Oh, right, right. And she's like, we got to start over every time? I was like, you got to start over every time. You don't ever get your, you don't ever get your second talent up front. It, you always have to kill enough stuff Right to unlock the next. Yeah, level. and what she, I mean, that's but that, of course, that's part of what's fun about the MOBA is like you can kind of make a different character this time. Yeah, like oh, we need more defense, so I'm going to pick the defensive abilities. Uh, I don't know. I just, I just didn't enjoy the act of playing. Yeah. Every time I pick a character, I would feel like I couldn't, almost like I didn't have enough abilities, or like the abilities weren't affecting enough. Uh-huh. Like Tracer, Tracer really annoyed me because she's just—I don't know—I just feel like she would be doing a lot more damage. I don't know; it's hard to explain. Well, that's what it is. Whenever, whenever I play Diablo, like he's a tank. He's got a lot of health, but it also—he apparently doesn't have very much armor, mm-hmm. so his health doesn't stay up, mm-hmm. and he also doesn't do very much damage. I feel like he should be more badass than what he is. Yeah. But then you play somebody like Sylvanas. Right, right. You play somebody like Sylvanas, and you can go and wreck all the towers by yourself because she turns them off when she shoots them. And Or if you're playing Zarya, it's like, 
okay, I'm shielding me, I'm shielding you, I'm doing a decent amount of damage. I have to wait for the cooldown on the grenades, but whatever. And that one, it feels balanced as opposed to, okay, Diablo's got a lot of health, but he still dies fast and doesn't do damage. Right. It's like Zarya does a decent amount of damage, plus she gets up to a 200% damage multiplier if she's taking damage while she's shielded, plus she can protect... Whoever, whatever person decided to walk past me and get hit by the tower. Yeah. That's a good character. And, you know, playing against the easier computer, we didn't really have to manage the lanes so much. But right. I can see it getting really annoying playing against people of equal skill trying to manage those lanes. Yes. Uh, I, I don't know. I, it just, I just don't think it's a game for me. Or a style of game. Like I said, it's one of those where if they're going to give me something free and well, I'll go play it. Right. But then we got, I guess for completing that quest, we got like a stim pack or whatever the hell they call them that gives you bonus experience for a certain time before it goes away. I was like, I'll play it. Also, it seems like when you get into the enemy's base... When you when you're killing off their people, they're just respawning. Now, like when you're fucking when you're crazy. playing against people, you can do a team kill, and all of them like they can't respawn for a minute. Oh wow! And the longer the game goes, so that's just so that's part computer. That's part of the thing. Probably they did to try to make the game shorter. The more the the other team dies, the longer it takes them to respawn. To where, like, it's a whole minute before they can respawn, so you can do whatever the hell you want. Okay. But when you're playing against basic AI, they're usually back in, like, ten seconds. That's weird. Why wouldn't they do it the same way? I don't know. I think... <laughs> we haven't played against Adept for a couple of weeks. I don't remember what happens there. But, yeah, when you're playing against different. people... Also- As you ramp up the difficulty, the, the spawn time decreases. But as, on beginner... Or, yeah. The spawn time is excessive. No, there'll so be it's matches like a lot longer. So you're like, because I think it's against easier adept, for you to kill yeah, those people. Well, and you got free reign to go kill all their shit while they're dead at yeah. beginner level. Also, I mean, like I can see it being really annoying when you're trying to finish somebody off, and they're just like, yeah, I'm running away from you. Because yeah. at least the the enemy, like the AI, well, like they're not so good, so they won't always run yeah, away. Yeah, I think you're supposed to have a lot of snare abilities. And yeah, stuff and like I that. and again, like, I understand. Like, and that's, that's what, part of the MOBA gameplay yeah. is like getting out when you're about to die. By you a know, lot, a lot of people do really people well down. with Nazebo because of that thing that roots the and Scenarius. Yeah, as well. Uh, yeah, that's the only reason why I kept playing that one not, guy. Not Scenarius. Yeah, you, you, but, Gazebo. Gazebo. Oh, the voodoo guy. Yeah, because yeah. like there's a ton of characters in the game. I was, yeah. I was like, good god, they put fucking everybody in this game. What makes it confusing though, because you don't know what they do. You know, what I mean, like, especially if you spend money, you have to spend gold or money on them or something like that. It's like, well, that's why that's why they have the rotation. You can right, try right, them right. out before you go. But I would rather them not have a rotation, but have a uses. Like, all of them are available, but you can only use them, like, a max of three times, and then you have to buy them if you want to use them. Yeah, that's an interesting idea, because you're right. There's no, like, if there's a character you really want to know, you have to wait God until knows how long until really it's in rotation. Yeah. Or you get enough money, and it's unpopular enough that you can afford to just throw money at it, and then you go, oh, I didn't actually, I don't like the I way like this character this. plays. And that, and that is another thing about it. And again, that's another thing about MOBAs is like, oh, you can you only get certain characters and you have to buy the other ones except well, for the ones weird, that are in rotation. Like, I go play Overwatch, I can play any fucking character I want to play. Yeah. 
It's weird because you you were had ability to play some characters I didn't have the ability to play. Yeah, everybody has a different rotation. Me and Mandy didn't have the same. I didn't. So it's, it's, it's not scenarios. What, I guess it like keeps things there? lively because otherwise yes. you just you go into matches and you're going to see these uh, characters over and over again. In the begin, yeah. I don't know that it was like that in the beginning because in the beginning there would be like Lily would just be everywhere. Hmm. Like oh look, there's another Lily. Oh, and there's two on our team. It's also not supposed to have two of the same character on your team, but I guess like, uh, if two people in the same group decide to play Lily, I guess that would, I guess they would just throw them in there. Anything else? Melody. Uh, I watched the first get you to quit doing that. Two episodes of Halt and Catch Fire. Yeah, just the first two, huh? You're done with that. All right, that's cool, man. I really tried to go back to it. I don't like any of the characters. Really? Uh, I thought the ending of the second episode was like, what the fuck is going on here? Well, okay. Can we well, talk about the... I was going to say what... I don't remember. So the ending of the second episode, this is obviously going to be spoilery, is when uh, IBM starts uh, poaching all their business. Okay. And they have... And uh, the, the main character, mm-hmm. Mr art of the deal guy mm-hmm. like has no plan he didn't expect that shit um and so they're mad at him the girl finds out that they plan on firing her after like four or five, after she writes the bios and the the other guy that has been working at the company is mad at him because he because <coughs> the company look, looks like it's going to go down now and they get into like a fist fight and then he t- his shirt gets torn open and there's all these scars on his chest mm-hmm. and i just it just it, i i, I for lack of a better word, I didn't buy any of it. And it may be because I just, I, like the girl annoys the shit out of me. Cause she's all, I'm, I'm just anti everything. Also, I'm let's fuck. But then when that's not happening, like, I'm just anti everything and I'm punk. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I, I have it loaded. I'll have it sitting there. Like, this is what I'm watching right now, but I just haven't watched that or anything else. And I just, that's fine. It's not your stuff. It's not your stuff. Yeah. I mean, does does it... I can't say that. I enjoy it. So you can't ask me, does it... I enjoyed the first two episodes, obviously, because I kept watching it. So it's like, I I, want to tell you, I love it. But, I mean, if you don't like it, that's fine. Yeah. That's perfectly acceptable. Well, no, I mean, and I'm not trying to say that, like, oh, is it okay if I don't like this, you know? Yeah. Because we've come to find out over the years more recently that we have divergent tastes yeah. when it comes to stuff like this. But anyway, yeah, I just, the chick does annoy me. I think it's Especially. mostly that I don't like any of the characters. If it, I think you, you have to have on a show, you have to either like a character or be really interested in what this character's up to. Even if, even if like well, a I bad like, character. See, I like all the characters, but I only like aspects of the, of the characters. Sure. Like, I like the guy, I like the main character because he's witty. Like, he's able to think on his feet. And yeah, he's a manipulator. He's able, well, not so much a manipulator, but he's able to. Yeah, he's a manipulator. Hit, well, I'm not saying that's but why in I addition, like him. But he, right. but he Clever. is able to. That's a word. Use, use his resources to right. to make a, 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 a bad situation into a, a profitable situation. Right. Um, or he'll create. A bad situation because 
in the end, it'll turn yeah. out better. And I and I, I I do want to watch more episodes because I feel like I'm at a place here where he talks a lot of talk, but uh-huh. so far he kind of just and they they've heavily implied that this what he did at IBM was to like yeah. talk a lot of talk and then get ran out of there because he he had no substance whatsoever. And that's yeah. what I'm seeing right now. He's like telling them twice as fast, half the price, and they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And she's like, "You don't know shit about programming." Who the fuck are you? So that kind of makes me really like, yeah, who the fuck are you? You're just one of these people. You're just an like, idealist. Yeah, you're an idea man. You want to come up with, you want, you think because you can come in here and say something that that magically makes it possible that Right, something. right. So that bugs me. And again, I feel like that's something that probably, like, we get some more on that front in the yeah. next few episodes. Um, but like, and the thing is, is like the preview episode for the next one <coughs> is that goddamn girl. She, I, I, I keep realizing like how much she bugs the piss out of me. Cause yeah. not just because she's so, eh, but there's not like, I don't feel like there's a lot of character there. I haven't had a chance to understand. They haven't tried to explain like why she might be that way. Right. Um, they, she's, she's got problems yeah. <laughs> in her past, I have to imagine, but. Yeah, like she agreed to. They were like, "We'll give you what if it's twenty thousand dollars or something." Yeah, she's like, "Double it." He's like, "All right." And from then on, like, and I get that she's all like anti-establishment, but like, fucking reel yourself in. You've agreed to do this. If you don't want to do it, get the fuck away from here. Otherwise, you're getting paid twice as much as you should be getting paid. Because the dude, my wife only makes fifteen thousand at TI. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So. Uh, da, 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 da. I started playing. Uh, I started playing and f- stopped playing. <laughs> Homeworld: Deserts of Crack. Okay. Deserts of Crack. I saw that. Um, the Homeworld. What what game I'm I never, that confused with? Because ooh. I thought it was a space, like was. a space game, right? Yeah, like a like a strategy management okay. style. I mean, that's I've never the one where you would game. you would create your spaceships and they would fly yeah. out and then get in a row. Yeah, and then they would go like you'd fly them off to fight stuff, and you could watch, you could zoom into the battles or something like that. It's it's the game that you would very easily get confused with Fragile Allegiance. Yeah, okay. So this is sort of like a offshoot game kind of thing, where you're on a world that has been overtaken by desert. By desert. The desert, like it's like sand. Everything you're fighting. I guess everything's drying out and. And and the plants Here comes are a storm, dying guys. We or something. Fight against the so storm. It's a desert world. Okay. Uh, in the desert world. Future. Uh, I mean, what? Well, anyway, oh, that was demon world. Sorry. So, it's an RTS. It's kind of like a um, mission to mission small scale RTS. So, not the campaign meaning is, is very story based, and you have what you have as opposed to like, here's a new area, build a base. Go mine these nodes. You know, you don't really, your base is mobile. Do you consider XCOM? Is that an RTS? No, because it's not real time. Okay. It's turn based. Okay. And that's, it's a but it's also squad. But it's, but but that's what I'm saying. Like, but you're limited with, you you don't make troops and stuff like that. You don't build a base and all that kind of stuff. No. You're just, you, you're, it's like almost predefined missions, basically. Like, you've already started, you're, yeah, jumping into a mission. Now, and- deserts of crack. You are 
you are mining some stuff, it'll be like, oh, we found a mining node over here, and you have to make like this one little mining thing, and it'll mining a salvager, and it will go mine those and use those resources to create their strategy and what you decide. Like, oh, we need some light attack vehicles here. What? X- XCOM is a turn-based tactical game. What? That is its official genre. Was that Microsoft RTS that had two of it come out and it looked amazing. Halo Wars. No, the one that was before that. I have no idea what you're talking about. It was a something not total was it total it wasn't total annihilation, I think. Oh was that the game that sort of made um it was like the it has the uh, most uh, dual video cards popular because yeah, it could so. take advantage of that and multiple monitors. Yeah. Boy is it not the annihilation annihilation or Man, I know exactly what you're talking about. Was that the yeah. one where you could like zoom real far yeah. in and zoom real far out? Yeah, it looked out? amazing though. It supposedly looked amazing. Yeah, I don't I remember. I wanted to it. play the shit out of that game. I thought you owned it. I probably sure you did. I probably it. bought it. Supreme Commander. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 So I've played RTS games in the mm-hmm. past. Mm-hmm. Um, the Star Wars version of version of Age of Empires. We don't count that. We don't Galactic. Count that. It did counts. <laughs> Galactic Battlegrounds, I think, is what it was called. Or maybe just Star Wars Battlegrounds. Galactic Battlegrounds, probably. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront? <laughs> nope. I played some... I played Age one of, of the Red Alert Age games. Yeah. I never actually played Age of Empires. And I've only... My, my RTS... Like, me playing an RTS is like, make a bunch of... Make a bunch of enemies. Drag them all Select there. all... Throw it at that thing. I just never really got into the, especially in a real time oh, setting. I could never. Like, oh, you need to attack this side with like StarCraft. Couldn't get no, into it. Would never want to play Warcraft. It. Couldn't get into it. If I ever got onto a, a StarCraft server and I saw any semblance of an Asian character in their name, I yeah. would immediately force Quit. it. Yeah, you won. You win. You beat me. I'm not going to waste my hour or whatever. You've probably you can probably click one billion times faster than I can, <laughs> and probably know how to scope around. This Just thing. by default. Yeah, I don't. I'm not even. I'm not even assuming Look, anything yeah, about your yeah. quality of play. You are Korean, and I'm assuming you can click a billion times faster than me. It's in your DNA. Yeah, I mean That's how it works. So the thing that attracted me to this game is that just the the environment that it's all desert and all the vehicles are really cool looking. Uh, you have a huge aircraft carrier type base and it rolls across the sands and that's cool. Uh, you can build these, uh, plane, these jets and you can kind of launch them out and tell them to go to a certain spot and they'll just fly out and bomb that area. Um, and all the, uh, like the little light attack vehicles are like little, you know, four wheel ATV looking things. It was just cool looking. And I was like, I think I got, I think I could play this and like it. Uh, and I'm not going to say I didn't give up too easily, but I definitely, so it's also the thing is that it's a game where of course you don't know what kind of enemies you're going to get and you have to have a mix of vehicles. You can't just make a bunch of light attack vehicles because it's kind of the rock paper scissors style light attack vehicles are good against this kind of vehicle but they're not good against this kind of vehicle. So you got to have like light attack vehicles and like assault vehicles and like uh railgun type vehicles which are like the long range Railgun vehicles are good against pretty much any vehicle except the light attack vehicles because the light attack vehicles vehicles just kind of run circles around them while they shoot the shit out of them. So you get in these situations where, oh, there's more enemies coming, and you find out that, shit, I didn't make enough light attack vehicles, and all the ones that I do have are getting blown the fuck up. <coughs> oh, I need to make more. Oh, I ran out of resources. Uh, 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 okay, now I get to start the mission over. 
try it again. You know, and and, and one thing that really pushed me off the the second mission is I found out that you have continuous, like what you end the mission with, you go into the next mission right. with, which is cool. You know, you get some permanence there. Yeah. Problem is, if you just barely make it through the first mission, which go figure, it's your first mission, you're not going to do too well. You don't know that you probably need to replay it again so that you come out of it with a bunch more stuff. Or luckily, there is an option that they don't fucking tell you about. I had to look it up online. And they were like, oh, yeah, you got to click uh, start with uh, default. There's like a little button that's like default units. Because I played the second mission four times and was like, this is fucking impossible. Because the thing is, is it made you think, it made me oh, yeah. feel like, no, this, this is what's right. Yeah, I start. I pretty much started with my, no, I started with my base, my base, and like the ma- the quote unquote main, there's a named character that has like yeah. a science vehicle she drives around. Go figure <laughs> Uh, you end up having to protect her a lot. Um, so I started with that. You come across a, cu- uh, a couple nodes you can mine. Uh-huh. So I thought, like, okay, yeah. this is what so th- this is them this. saying. Like, you got to mine these mine these nodes, and then this this is limiting yeah. like how much uh-huh. shit you can make. And and then she goes to investigate this sh- derelict ship, and it's like, keep me protected while I finish my investigation. You're like, bitch, hold up, hold up. And I've not got nowhere near <laughs> enough troops right now so, to protect your ass. And you start back. showing up, trying to fuck her up, and you got to get shit made to take care of her. And I just like fuck you could up, not, could not keep up with that shit until I found out. As we oh, found us a woman. <laughs> let me let me click the default enemy uh, units. Oh look at that! I start with like five light attack vehicles and five assault vehicles, a couple salvagers. Don't have to build those anymore, so I can get those nodes. Um, and then I pretty well took care of that mission. But I always end up playing those games like very much like. I need to go over there, huh? All right, I'm going to send everybody to just here. All right, we're good. All right, let's send these guys forward just again. Slowly like, there's a lot of the yeah, just cre- yeah, just crawling because I don't want to yeah, fuck anything yeah. up. Now I will say you can quick save. That's when you usually send scouts. You just send one troop and you see what you can see with them. Yeah, you just you just. But sacrifice. I also don't want to trigger usually a won't. story mode when they're like, oh, so and so's are attacking. And now I've just got like waves of these things showing yeah. up because I like. Yeah told them I'm out here or oh, something. Oh, shit. They, I knows I'm here. Oh, shit. Sending everything. <laughs> so the next mission I played, it just ended up... I just couldn't keep up with all the shit because you got to, like, make some of these. you got to make some of these. And you don't have a good idea of, like, how much you should make. Oh, you lost one of these. Now you got to go back and... I just don't like playing RTS games. Where, like, a Every- tower defense would be like, hey, you just got a new tower that can shoot flying things. Right. I wonder if you'll have to use a bunch of these... In this mission, because you got a bunch of flying things that you'll have to shoot. Yeah. So that, that's how. Uh, oh, what's that tower defense game that's ever so popular? Defense grid. Yeah, that's that's how. Yeah. Yeah, and in a defense grid, you know, like you you like lost, here's something like, that slows down things. Like there's going to be fast things. Over there. Fast oh, things here they come. I, I, you know, you lost maybe five or ten minutes in or something. Yeah. You know exactly why you lost. Um, and I'll admit that I think I just enjoy the defense, the tower defense style gameplay more. I just, it, I don't, I just couldn't get into managing all this shit. I totally think it's a great RTS game. The vehicles are really cool. Um, so you base all of it on just aesthetics? What do you mean on me buying this? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, I think it's a really cool RTS game. It looks, the no, vehicles look no. cool. Well, I mean, I, I mean, don't like play a lot of RTS games, so I'm not really good. I'm not really good judge to tell you like how good the mechanics are. Judge the. I have a feeling the story's not that. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Story's actually kind of cool too because what it is is you 
are on this desert world. And I want to play the Starship Troopers RTS now. I want to load that yeah. back up. I mean, if they made this game... I forgot about that. And they painted it with Star Wars... You could edit an I and I file. I would probably play that shit. That was the best RTS ever. <laughs> instead uh, of instead of Desert World, you're on Tatooine. Yeah, I'd probably play that shit. Yeah, the story is there's some uh, unknown artifact out in the desert. and It's Obi-Wan. You, you're, you're sent out with your base uh, vehicle to go and try... Find the Jedi. Anyway... Uh, yeah. Space Odyssey, 2001. So, I mean, there's just some mystery in there and whatnot. And, the I don't know. Yeah. I would recommend it to people who don't dislike RTSs. All right. Uh, How much did you originally pay for that? I don't know. I got it on sale. Okay. Less than full price. It's on sale a lot. Yeah. So, then, uh... I decided to finally load up Fallout 4. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've been playing the shit out of that, as you do with the Bethesda game. Boy, yeah. Bethesda, like, Bethesda games are just like putting on your favorite pair of slippers or something. Yeah. You, you, Although I didn't finish Fallout 3. I couldn't. Really? Yeah. I got to, I got to the capital and was just like, I don't. I don't think I've ever. That's the one. Okay, I remember. That, that's the one. I talked about it before. I had to go do whatever it was at the tower. There was a tower with a ghoul guy up at the top, and like I don't think I was supposed to do it yet, and I had walked a shit long way to get there, Yeah, and none of the stuff that was supposed to happen happened, and I was like, ah, I'm not I'm walking done. back. <laughs> I'm done. That was your stopping point? Yep. Yeah, I really, I remember Fallout 3, one of my, I liked how big that game felt, and how you couldn't get to the Capitol grounds, like the Washington Mall. Yeah, you had to go through sewers to get there, and there was a whole bunch of sewers. And when you pop up, it's like, holy shit, I'm here! Yeah, you know, that that game had a good sense of scale and discovery. I kind of want to go back and play it. I think I played it on your Steam, so I never actually owned it. I kind of want to get it and try. It's again. Pretty old now. My problem with Fallout Three was I was like using a walkthrough, and that was stupid. Yeah, it was stupid. I mean, it's a Bethesda game. That's the you you. I didn't realize that it was Skyrim, but not whenever I started playing it. I was like, I'm just going to go get a walkthrough because this is a long-ass game. Mm. I'm just going to do the story. And now after playing the shit out of Fallout 4, I'm like, I really should have just started Fallout 3 completely differently than what I did. Yeah, Bethesda games, I always started trying to like get into the... I don't know, the role-playing of my character. I try to play the game like I think this character in this world would. The problem yes. is these games are always like, oh, something horrible has happened, and your main quest, there's no reason your character would do anything but the main quest of the whole game. For example, Fallout 4, your fucking son has been stolen. But the game is like, oh, go help these settlers. Ah, oh, go wander around, because it's a Bethesda game. That's what you want to do. So you basically have to be like, yeah, fuck my son. Do you know what happens in the game? Okay. I'm not going to. Well, I, I have, have an impression. I have a funny joke that would be really funny right now, but it would be a super spoiler if you don't already know. I get. Uh, so so here's the deal. And this happens in the intro of the game. The bombs fall and you go and you and your you and your wife and your infant son go to a vault while that's happening. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to get you prepared for the vault. This is where we'll be living for a while. Oh, yeah, these are the decamination machines. You get in the machine, and the, the window starts freezing over, and that's when you realize, oh, they're actually cryogenically freezing us. 
uh, and they just didn't don't tell anybody because every because in the Fallout universe, every vault is a different science experiment. Except so in for this one. one, except for one, yeah, there's, there's a one vault that... where they didn't do any experiments, or yeah, but that's in Fallout Three, isn't it? I'm pretty sure. There's one where they didn't do anything. Maybe I mean just, I don't remember they, if there was a the experiment. experiment was to just let it run the way they told them. Oh, hmm. maybe that was Fallout Three, but they they ended up so. Well, anyway, so you get frozen over, and then you wake up an indetermined amount of time in the future because these people have turned on the machines so that they can, they're like, oh, here's one, whatever that means, and they point to your wife, which is right across the way, and they, oh, like, so they turn on the machines enough so that people are kind of groggily woken up, but for hers, they just open it, and they're like, oh, let's take the baby. And so they're like trying to take the baby and the woman's like, your wife is like, no, don't take the baby. And the guy's like, I'm not going to ask you again. You know what's going to happen. And sure enough, they shoot your wife. They take your baby and then they turn the machines back on. Um, and then and more time passes. So right then I was like, my son's going to be, I don't know how old, but he's going to be like an adult. Probably going to be one of the villains in the game. You know, like twist. I don't know yet. Jeremy can't comment, obviously. Um, but. So then later on, you know, and that's... the villain's going to make it so that you have to have sex with him. Yeah. Let's not <laughs> name the movie that you're referencing right now, because just naming it would give away a really good twist for a really good movie. Um, Depends on which one you're talking about. Uh, I never saw the remake. Yeah. So, yeah. So then you un- so then you get unfrozen again. I don't know why you get unfrozen the second time. I don't know if the machine just breaks. It just breaks. breaks. Thank God you just thaw out okay. Yeah. I can't. That's, that's my thing about any oh, kind of... Okay. That's my thing about any kind of cryogenics. It's like, man, if that shit breaks at any point, you're just fucked. Yep. I mean, there's not like a... Well, that, a good cryogenic machine breaking should have like a failsafe where breaking is you being woken revived. up naturally and being revived. Exactly. That would be a good proper cryogenic machine. Uh, so yeah, so then you go out and it's like, where's my son? I saw somebody take him. So I just have this overwhelming urge as me trying to play the character correctly to look after my son, but also at the Bethesda game. And I just want to run around and look at cool stuff and find stuff. So I'm like, fuck my son. I'm wandering around. Yeah. But that's what's great is even though they tell you it's time sensitive, it's not really time sensitive. Exactly. It's not time sensitive at all. It's just going to be like as if you got to it five minutes ago. Yeah. I mean, I could probably follow the storyline a little bit and see if something (laughs) happens that explain like if something happens that kind of allays my concerns about trying to find my son so then i would feel better at wandering around i would say that's one of the that's one of the things that i liked about uh okay dead rising was that it was actually timeline like it was timed like yeah at 48 hours or whatever there's gonna be a fucking helicopter showing up right to save you or whatever and so you better get all your shit in a row yeah in order to get there within that timeline yeah uh, this is a real story from 2006 from The Guardian. Raymond Martineau and his wife were the toast of the world cryonics movement. For years, they were France's best preserved corpses lying in a freezer in a chateau in the in the Loire Valley. Blah, blah, blah. But the French couple's journey into the future ended prematurely when 22 years after his mother's body was put into cold storage, their son discovered the freezer had broken down and they had thawed. 
Yeah, there's a, a this American Life story yeah. about something like that. There, a guy that was a caretaker for a bunch of cryogenically frozen people. That's where I heard that. I remember that. Las Vegas or something like that? Or in the, the desert, desert somewhere. Yeah. Like and they were, Utah they couldn't pay the utility bill or something. Something happened. Yeah. And they were like, yep, they just yep, were turned off in 100 degree heat or something. Yeah, so, done. yeah. That's the thing. There's no, there's no way to guarantee. It's not like something that you seal in a box and bury in the ground. And you're pretty sure that no matter what, it will be preserved down there. Cause you have to keep them cold. You have to, you have to expend energy to keep these things cold. And there's no way to like attach permanent expendable you energy. Just fly them up to Antarctica and like put them down in ice or something maybe there. Or? That's a pretty good idea, actually. Or, uh, I mean, they found mammoths and shit frozen or, in ice. Uh, perfectly maybe, preserved. Uh, you could take like a, you could build a, maybe a nuclear facility there or something. So that tower. Yeah. Maybe. I did just hear that it hit 63 degrees Fahrenheit in a, in our Antarctica. Oh, God, that's scary. <laughs> what, how, what? What there was a point 63 degrees Fahrenheit. I mean, that's not unusual in certain places in Antarctica from time to time. Really? I don't know. Yeah. That's scary to me. Jeremy's Republican. I don't trust this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, we need to be uh, skeptical, yeah. you know, about it's just assuming that that's. Yeah. You know, because that's the kind of thing that someone could say, like, oh, my God, I can't believe, blah, blah, blah. And then you look it up, and, like, yeah. in reality, no, actually, it does The highest temperature was 63 and a half, but that was three or two years ago. Yeah, see? Yeah. So even I was repeating some bullshit that sounded all scarier than it really was. Yeah, that doesn't mean, that doesn't, what, what, no? That's still scary. Now, if you told me, like, a hundred years ago, pre-industrial era, that it was... 63 degrees. I'm like, cool. We haven't fucked up everything. But when you tell me two years oh, ago, yeah. 60, I'm still like, oh, that's some fucking crazy the climate, shit. climate. So to put it in perspective, though, uh, what is the temperature of Antarctica in the summer? At the South Pole, the highest temperature ever recorded was 9.9 degrees Fahrenheit in 2011. Along the Antarctic Peninsula, temperatures as high as 59 degrees have been recorded. But generally, it's around 32 most of the time. Huh. Oh, see, apparently, like, it's weird. I'm trying to but I want to know, like, reports. when did we first start recording temperature in Antarctica? Uh, 70s, maybe? 60s? Apparently, they recorded the measure in 2015, but wasn't confirmed until last week. <laughs> like, I don't know how that how happened. I was going to say, how do you confirm that you, two years later? How do you... Hey, uh, did anybody bring a second thermostat? As part of an ongoing a thermometer? study. thermometer? Did anybody bring a second thermometer? The only thing I can think is if they have temperature measurements yep. like all over the island and right. it's just constantly gathering data and then they have to actually sift through it. And <coughs> yes, they just, but this is when they got to it. If it takes you fucking two years. It was like I had to do jury duty and it was for a trial and for an incident that happened in 2013. And I was like... Jesus Christ. But as they note, the highest temperature recorded for the entire Antarctic region was a slightly hotter 67.6 degrees in 1982. But that was like the height of the ozone. Because the ozone has healed itself now, right? The, the hole in the ozone layer. Yeah. They kind of pulled back on all the whatever chemical it was in well, the hairspray. Well, you have to remember, like, first there was global cooling in the 70s, and we were all going to freeze to death, and that went away. And then there was... The hole in the ozone that was going to kill everybody and acid. When was the last time you heard acid rain? Yeah. I remember like they used to have 
in all of our science books, it was like, I remember, like, the one thing I remember, it was like a marble statue right, of right. Mary. And, like, yep. they were like, this one's been affected by acid rain. And now they're like, well, you know, it's kind of just erosion. That, that thing was put there in the 1400s. Acid rain wasn't actually real. Sorry about that. Yeah, was it? I mean, I haven't heard anything about it since. Yeah. But I don't like, I also We're all going to melt because of acid rain. <laughs> acid rain certainly sounds overly scary for yeah, what it acid. ultimately was. It rain. was melting a marble statue of Jesus' mom. <laughs> <laughs> Scare quotes. But anyway, yeah, Fallout 4. Uh, I'm, gonna, it's, what, it's, it's, I'm fixing to Google. What happened to acid rain? Yeah, I want to know now. It's great. It's, it's a, it's a Bethesda game. There's, the thing about Bethesda games, and this is what I was thinking about is, it's easy to criticize them, like people that are not fans of Bethesda games, because it's easy to criticize them because the animations are usually kind of janky, the graphics are never as good as any other game in the last years of whenever the game comes out. Um, the story's not usually particularly good, but there's just so much there. Like, it's a very immersive world. You play even like a Witcher 3, which is a great game. You can wander around and you can find a few side quests here and there. But it's not packed with stuff. You wander around a, a Bethesda world and you just stumble up on a, a cave or something. And you go in there and you're going to find loot. You're going to find enemies. You're going to find a story, usually you know oh what's going on with these people oh you know you're gonna find terminals especially in the, the fallout games where you kind of put together what happened in this place the fallout games are also uh, cool one of the coolest things you'll find are other vaults and kind of unraveling what's going what happened in that vault um so i plan on putting the usual you have the dog i got you get the dog fast early quick um do you start off with a settlement or you no, have to build that? You have to find I mean, it? a lot of a lot of that's like an island or something, like a little tiny island. Yeah, it's 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 sort of like a beginner's area yeah. to keep you from like wandering off too far. Right, right, right. Um, and you you have to go across a bridge. To, right. To, I mean, you could go you through the water, but it's radiated, so it wouldn't be like very good for turrets you. Turrets and all kinds of defensive stuff. Yeah. So so pretty much the first few quests are you go out, you um, you go to the next little town area. And there's a guy that's like, hey, we can use some help in here. And you go in there and you find out these people are being raided. Just repeatedly. They're like kind of stuck in there. They're being raped repeatedly. Uh, well, people are dying, that's for sure. Uh, by raiders. And so you help them. And they're like, hey, we're going to go back to Sanctuary, which is where you... It's actually where you lived before yeah. the bombs fell. Um, and they're they're like going to set up a settlement there. And you're like, cool, whatever. And so you I'll go get, back with I'll them. I'll get in my house. <laughs> Yeah, you go back there, and then you work with the workbench, and you can build onto it, which is a lot cooler than I actually expected it would be. I thought it would be more like, here are the, spa here are the places where you can put these things if you want to. But no, you they're like, hey, we need some beds. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay, I don't really... It took me a little while to understand because... They don't do a great job of like explaining exactly what you can. There's no like little short video where it's like showing you how you do it because in reality what you do, you go to the bench, you decide what you want to build, and then you walk away from the bench while that screen is open, and then you can like just go anywhere and put beds down. I guess I could you put beds in the middle of town. You can. You don't have to go to the bench to get the bed. Yeah, as it turns out, like after you do that, then it's like hold down V to open up the 
the workbench while you're in the town. As long as you have the stuff in your inventory or in your in as long as you have the stuff in the workbench. Like if you put the materials in the workbench. I don't think you think you have to do that. If you have it in your inventory, you don't. But if you go store it in a chest somewhere else, it doesn't count. Right, right. It either has to be in your inventory or in the workbench. Right. And then when you get other settlements, if you build a trade route between those settlements, they share the workbench. Yeah. So you can have 3,000 wood back in Sanctuary, and as soon as you link them with a trade route, you can build all the stuff in your next settlement. It's pretty cool, and I I dare say revolutionary for a fallout game like this because it makes the world feel more alive you think you think you would if i was a smart man mm-hmm. i would negotiate i'm having trouble imagining this dream world right, I'll, I'll try man. uh i would negotiate bethesda to have the walking dead rights and i would just take that and reskin it to a walking dead game i've thought for a long time they should make i think there. i mean there's a zombie mod because you've got the ghouls that are zombies. Well, yeah, already. but I'm saying you need the license. Like if you no, I agree with Matt. It needs to, license, it needs to be like a recent apocalypse and take out like death claws and all that stuff. Yeah. Right. Just I'm just stuff. saying like all that stuff's already there. All they have to do is yeah, 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 yeah. Well, someone else should just fucking like copy that style of gaming or just make your own Walking Dead. I've I've thought for a long time they should make a someone should make a good there's lots of zombie apocalypse games, but one like you're talking about where you like have to build settlements. You should have to decide who you let in because they may be a bad guy. Right. Or that may be a trick. There need to be like people that are trying to trick you. You need to be able to wander into a town and think everybody's happy and then find out they're cannibals basically a walking dead star citizen game i'm just saying yeah star citizen like have 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 you like watching everything any of their fucking videos they're like promising the universe the the ship that you come across will have individual crew members with their own ai yeah which will be able to do their own thing yeah and you're like what the fuck do you think you're programming (laughs) Like, do you know, like, I'm Wait, always, I'm blown away. Is this a away. different game from that other game that said everything was going to be unique and different and you'll never run into somebody else and then the first day somebody ran into somebody else? Yes, because you're probably thinking of No Man's Sky. Yes. What game is this? Star Citizen is a game that's got like $300 million in funding. It had like the biggest... Kickstarter... Yeah. Ever. When it was like... Independent funding campaign ever. And it's like, it... it it sounds like it's going to be like the most amazing game ever. Just like No Man's Sky. But then I'm just all like, really? Is it? It's real easy to be skeptical about yeah. that shit. I think it will, and we won't really know what kind of game it'll be for like 10 fucking years. Because <laughs> I keep doing Hopefully, it's they keep really rolling good. out these videos. And I think, I can't remember if it was Hawkinson or Casual Snacks or somebody that sent, sent, a, sent a video to YouTube, a YouTube video. And they, I, I watched some of it. And they were just talking about, yeah, you'll come across the AI ship, and it's got its own AI individual, and they all have their own individual personalities and traits, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, it's the fucking way. Like, am I fine? If everybody's fine in this fucking uni- a universe, I can't imagine the, pro- pro- the programming well, and processing that would have to take place. Right. That's true. But, I mean, you have to look at it. They probably, there's, there's like a, it's like The Sims. Every sim is different because the sliders are just in a yeah. slightly different place. Mm-hmm. So if you have if you have five sliders with ten options, you've got what five to the tenth possibilities, mm-hmm. 
and you're never going to like run into the exact same person twice. It's just you'll end up finding two people that are ridiculously similar, except maybe right. this guy's a little bit neater than the other guy. This guy will sit his food in the floor. The other guy will wash the dishes. But I was thinking, like, when you were talking about it, it'd be really cool if, like, they would have that as, like, you were talking about yeah, letting people in and stuff like that. And somebody would, like, come in and then they'd kind of, like, start building a, like, secret, like, yeah. behind your back, kind of like. Right. And they would start causing, like, every now and then, like, their fights would break out or something in their thing because this one person was there stirring the pot. Or even if they made it more like a Fallout game where you're a wanderer, you never stay in one place. But you yeah. can choose to help certain settlements. That's your name. Wanderer. It would That's, make me... One of the radio stations has that song. In the I'm game. A, I'm a wanderer. I'm the wanderer. They call me the wanderer. Um, but it makes me think of the mist. And that fucking religious fanatic woman. Yeah. Now she stirs the pot. Yep. And I would... If I was playing a game... And that person come in there, I immediately shoot him. Yep. I wouldn't let her like no, wouldn't let that no person time. live. Yeah, like you'd let them in if they're just like, yeah, this is what I believe. But as soon as they're like, well, I don't think we should do that. Yeah, bam, bam. As soon as they have like an <laughs> opinion that affects anybody, you shoot them. Anybody right the else in. have a fucking opinion? <laughs> Holding up. Anybody your got any, anybody else got a weird post-apocalyptic religion and have an opinion about shit? Yeah. No. Good. <laughs> Let's keep it that way. Get back to making my fucking food. I'm the <laughs> governor, goddammit. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but no, you'll... Uh, if you don't know anything about what's about to happen, mm-hmm. if you want to well, play me, through let the me take you, Let me take this advice. If I continue... Should I continue the story missions a little bit before I just completely go off script? Will that make me feel better? Is there a point at which I'll feel better about wandering around doing whatever the fuck I want? No. Okay. I did. Then I'm going to continue doing that because that's what I enjoy doing. So what happens is when you run into these factions, they're going to give you a mission. Mm-hmm. And then when you bring it back, they're going to give you another one. Don't just keep doing them. Oh, okay. Because it'll go on infinitely. Well, what about the base at Sanctuary? They're like, well, we need beds. And that's like a mission. So I did the beds. Well, for and that, there's a limit to how many people will be there. And will new people show up? You have to build a radio tower. Okay, because uh, I I just got to the part where like oh you got to sign people you got to give them duties you can only however much food you have basically determines how many people will be there. Hmm. I can't and remember. their happiness. Um, I watched... It'll never be more than just a handful of people. You'll have there's a shit ton of other settlements that you're gonna hmm. get. So I watched a YouTube video about a guy. I can't remember what I can't oh. remember if it was a radio tower you're trying to build. Or something else. It needed like a specific like crystal or something, and it was like, all right. So if you just do the tutorial, you you can never you never have to leave the sanctuary or something like that if you build this. But I don't remember uh, what it was he was building. The radio tower. I mean, there might be a mission where you have to get one, but the radio tower there, all you you have to have a generator. You have to have enough steel to build a generator and a tower. Hmm. But he was looking for a unique part, and he was talking about. I think doing what you talked about, leaving the sanctuary, or leaving, like, going across, or seeing some people getting raided, and just doing that part, because there was, like, something that spawned, and you could, you would just keep on replaying, and replaying that first mission, you'd just Without reload. Without completing it. Or you would reload until you finally 
searched a chest or something, and it had that one piece that you. So needed. this was this was this the playthrough? Like one of those things, or like how to play? How yeah. to never have how to, to never leave have sanctuary? To leave, yeah, and, but it, but build it up or yeah. whatever. Huh. I did thought I did think it was cool because I went back one time and they had built some like they had built some new walls. Did they just kind of do stuff on their own? It seemed like she had put up some of her. She was like hammering some walls, oh, in, and then they I looked hammer. And was like. They hammer all the damn time. Usually on just random, they'll just be hitting the side of the house. Okay. But they're not gonna like. They're not gonna they really build do anything. anything. They're not gonna build maybe outer uh, walls on their the own. The most important thing to remember is when you build the rocket launchers, it will try to shoot through you to get to somebody, and you don't want a rocket launcher to try to shoot. So don't through be you. near enemies if you've built rocket launchers. If if it, if it calls you that your that your place is getting raided and you've built rocket launchers just stand behind the rocket launchers and let them do their job <laughs> okay good good advice yeah there's been times where um running around with dog meat and there'll be a, a rad roach and dog meat's like he's a good boy you know he runs up to attack it and i'm like loading up the the quick time and I've got zero percent on all of it because dog meat's damn body in the way and i'm like get out of the way dog meat I can't shoot it. Yeah, that's why I didn't. He stayed in his doghouse. I just left him in sanctuary. I was doing stealth. I didn't even. I didn't use power he armor. Down, crouch down with you. No, I didn't use power you armor go, at you all. Go, you crouch and he's like, get down on his haunches. I played stealth throughout the whole thing. I was like, I can't have you running around. I can't. People are gonna see you. Yeah, because he'll if he thinks he senses something, he'll bark. Yeah, like I'm, I'm stealth. Not all the time. But um, it's actually it's handy. It's just cool. It's very immersive because like, he you know he'll just kind of perk up and bark, and you're like, "What is it, boy?" And just like a real dog, half the time you're like, "I don't." I, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Dog. Eventually, uh, you'll run into somebody that's he'll sell you a Rottweiler. So I just put both of their dog houses under the carport of my old house, and they would just they just hung out in there together all day. I was like, yeah. He's got little friends. Now I want to download a mod that lets me have dog meat and the Rottweiler running around with me. Just a dog pack. Dog pack. Um, yeah, but I will say that, uh, and he will, he'll, he'll kind of perk up sometimes and then it'll say that dog meat has, has found something, you know, so you gotta like, you know, uh, run along with him and he'll put out, point out some loot or something you didn't find. And there's no goddamn way to pet him. You cannot congratulate him on being a good boy. What the fuck kind of game is this, Jeremy? Can you give him a treat or anything? How do you, you can't give him no. A, I didn't take him with me. No. All you can do is make him go back home. Yeah, exactly. And make him carry you like... Send me a loot. Oh. And make him carry like 150 pounds of if shit. It, I don't know how makes, he does it. If Apparently it makes you feel better... Up his ass. If it makes you feel better, you could put some rad roach meat in his backpack and be like, there's your treat. It's inside you now. <laughs> like, my my dog <laughs> meat is carrying around some batteries, a minigun... Minigun. Multiple pieces of actually armor. He has the minigun on him and the armor. He's armored. He's basically fucking would, battle like, cat from He-Man. They don't even put like some satchels on his back, which still wouldn't make a lot of sense. But it would be a little more sensible than just yeah. this this Poor do- dog. this German Shepherd. Poor German Shepherd. How does this dog survive? By the way, that's what I want to know. He's he's a survivor, man. Like, how did dogs? How are they not all fucked up from radiation? <laughs> that's or a good question. Because every single cow you see is a two-headed cow. Yeah. With like eighteen others, Others. it's kind of gross, really. Yeah, the Brahmin in this game now—they've really leaned into the whole. Because in previous games, it's just two-headed. In this one, like one of them has like some hooves, 
like hanging out at the side huh. below its head, just like, <laughs> like it's totally mutated. Hmm. It's pretty cool. Anything else? No, that's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty much. I I think I've I think I've finally broken my Overwatch habit. I haven't played okay. in like three days. They even announced a new hero, and I was like, uh-huh. that looks pretty cool. I don't feel oh. like I need to jump in. Oh, uh, the that, acid rain thing. This week. Yeah, that was the other thing. They way overpowered Bastion. Did they? Yeah. I know. Did you see that they... GIF I posted or that yeah, or that I link? Think I caught it. The I think the GIF I found was people like like enemies using their ults against the Bastion and not killing it. Yeah, he's just sailing through it. Like Reaper right next to it, going all die die die, and he's just like, yeah, yeah, peeling through it because he's still got his armor for the top right. end, but he also has this. Reduces all damage by thirty five percent. It's called Ironclad. That's one of the things they added to him. So as long as he's got that and he's healing himself, it's like a Reaper jumps in on your position and tries to die, die, die. You're like, oh, heal, heal, heal. All right, I'm good. Uh, they've already last night announced like, yeah, we're reducing that Ironclad because <laughs> like the forums were lit up yeah. with it. Uh. In the 80s, acid rain was the environmental scourge of the day. Canada's environmental minister called it the insidious malaria of the biosphere. It menaced the Transformers and turned Kimberly's hair bright green in an episode of Different Strokes. Oh, my God. Toxic precipitation fell off the radar in 1990 when Congress passed an amendment to the Clean Air Act calling for major reductions in the types of emissions that lead to acid rain. Emissions have dropped significantly since then, but the problem is far from over. Hmm. What happened was acid rain became a political thing until they got past what they wanted and then they stopped putting it out there as a problem. So everybody stopped talking about it as all politics. I mean, the whole environmental protection act came out of like the seventies when there were actual like visible, like, no, this is a problem. You look it up. The, the Cuyahoga river caught on fire at one point. Oh shit. That was sort of the big, like, Okay, we got to Yeah, we like, really need to reel in this gasol- Having a river of gasoline to transport gasoline to the next state is probably a bad idea. Yeah. So that's when the whole save the planet, you know. It's oh, death. Captain up. Earth Day and Captain Planet. He's a hero. Crying Indian. Crying Indian? Yeah. Oh, I watched... I think I've seen part of it before. There's a documentary about the meaning of The Shining... And it's not... Wait, you mean a documentary about all the crazy people that have... Yeah. That's a good documentary. It's a fucked up documentary. So room, you have seen it. Is it that Room 337? Or yeah, that? it's Room something. It's not... It says that it's a documentary about the meaning of The Shining. Right. But it's a documentary about a bunch of fucked up nuts. Yes. And what they think The Shining that's is the about. That's the best part about... that was That's what, the reason it's one of my favorite documentaries is because I thought it was like, oh, here's all the secrets of The Shining. And right about... When the guy 30, says thirty to forty minutes in, when there's when the a point where like, I go, uh, "Wait a minute, no, this documentary is about how fucking crazy <coughs> some people get when they try to find patterns and conspiracies within." So, things. so they're like, when uh, when 
Jack Nicholson walks into the office and the guy stands up to shake his hand. There's a letter thing on the desk, as would be on any desk in the 80s. Right. And there's a file folder like right here. And you can see if we freeze this frame now, it looks like a raging hard on. Yeah. And I'm like, no. And it's a stand in for the power positioning of blah, blah, blah. And, and, and if, and from that point on, and even if you go back, you realize like, and the document, the documentary, and like he makes a point of trying to like zoom in and show this stuff for the people, but you're just when when you don't see whatever the fu- there's like there's a part where the guy claims that something is written in the clouds. He or says something. that uh, Stanley Kubrick's face is in the clouds. Yeah, and the guy freezes it. But I'm like, is he, gonna, nothing there. is he gonna circle it? Because I sure as yeah. fuck don't see yeah. it. So it's it's a really fascinating documentary. That's not that's not Stanley Kubrick. That's Luciano Pavarotti. <laughs> you see the see the Crazy subtle differences. But no, I mean the one. I think the most popular theory is it's about the uh, eradication of the Native Americans. Yeah, but I mean people, they're like, this is what? this is <laughs> exactly. I don't even know how you. Would it's get because to of that. the Calumet baking powder. Yep. It's uh, and the Aztec and stuff photos, on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's the Calumet baking powder, uh, but the other ones That's are the one with the red Indian logo, right? Yeah. or whatever. Uh, the other one is so. It's, I assume it's, it was in there at some point. Somewhere? Yeah, it's in a storage closet. Okay. It's in whenever the the I really got to get you to quit doing that lip thing. <laughs> Sorry. Whenever the, the black guy, whenever the black guy is trying to to make peace with them, right behind his head is a Calumet baking powder that's facing right toward the camera, and Calumet means peace pipe. Mm-hmm. So. That's when they're trying to make peace. And later, when uh, Jack is locked in the room and he's lying to the guy on the other side, there's more Calumet, and they're all twisted and turned around so that you can't read it, and that means it's like a broken piece. And, uh, I mean, the other theories are like it's about the Holocaust because the number 42 shows up. Uh, the crazy – I What's stopped that do with anything? 1942, the Germans. Okay. And the typewriter so- that he types – all work and no play on is is a German typewriter, uh, the name of which means eagle, and it has the eagle symbol there, which looks like the Nazi eagle. And, and the reason a lot of this, uh, even these people, you can get these impressions is because Stanley Kubrick is known for having meaning in as much stuff as possible. Right. Like he's and known for so- reshoots. He's known for not just oh, this is just a wallpaper. He's Sometimes he will pick things because it has meaning. And Pete, there are so pictures these of him decided like, that fucking everything in the movie has meaning. There are pictures of him like meticulously placing all the products on the shelves. But like on the one where they're like, look, all the Calumet things are turned sideways. I was like, yeah, but there's a box right there with a Heinz ketchup can that's peeking out of the box and facing the camera. What is the meaning what of that? that uh, I think the nuttiest. I've, I stopped with like 30 minutes left because I had to go to something else. The nuttiest fucking one was this was Stanley Kubrick's attempt to tell everybody that he was involved in the faking of the moon landing. (laughs) Because the little boy wears an Apollo 11 sweater at one point. And so there's all these different things to where he's trying to show you how the technology they used to fake the moon landing and... All these different things, these pictures on the walls and shit are all ways of him 
crying out to tell you yeah. that he filmed the fake moon landing. This is also the point in the documentary where if you hadn't before realized that the documentary is about, actually about crazy people, you will now for sure know. <coughs> the guy has like... The thing that I found in common with a lot of people was like they went to see it and they're like, well, the first time I watched it, I was like, that's ah, just really bad. But then I started thinking, you know, like, I really like canned ham I think this movie is an attempt to show how canned ham is delicious. It's like every one of them. And I was like, I think the prevailing theory, I think I think the overarching thing here is that it was just a bad movie and you people don't want it to be. Hmm. Because it didn't follow the book at all. No, it didn't, but it is. I mean, it's pretty, and, pretty well considered to be a classic. Yeah, it is now because of all the theories. <laughs> But no, no, no. no. I mean, these people. It, you're right. It's totally different in the book, but it's uh, still a good movie. It's there was right. one uh, in the book. He drives a red Volkswagen, and in the movie, it's yellow. But when the black guy's coming back after the little kid calls him, there's a wreck on the interstate, and there's a truck overturned. And what's underneath it? A red VW, which is Stanley Kubrick's way of saying "fuck you, Stephen King." <laughs> I'm going to destroy what you created. Like, yeah. Either That's a possibility. It's like, damn, damn. That's the funny part is there probably is some. You know, I mean, mild some of it's hitting, mean, hitting yeah. meaning. Some of it is probably true, but it's oh my god, the one with the paper thing. I was just like, fucking really. Uh, all right, so uh, oh, and the blood coming out of the elevator. The guy's like, and you'll notice that the elevator doesn't open at all. It's coming out from the side, which is a symbol of blah blah blah. And I was like, wait a minute, I backed it up, and the blood comes out because the elevator door opens, right? And you can see the elevator door yeah, opening, yeah, yeah. which is allowing the water to come out. Yeah, blood, and I'm like, the blood, not water. It's red water. Blood is way yeah. thicker than splashing around. It just looks like Jello that hasn't turned into Jello yet. I'm like. Dude, I, I want to talk to this guy and be like, watch, the door is opening yeah. to the right. And I have to imagine the, the documentarian put that in there as another, like, listen to what he's saying. Like, pay Look attention. At what's is that, is yeah. that right, Justin? Do you imagine that? See, if you'll see here You're in reading. the documentary that the documentarian <laughs> placed we it should, in here. We should put in what the hidden meaning of the documentary is and make our own documentary. Ah, yes. That'd be funny. That'd, All right, that'd be a good parody. People are so fucking nuts. Yeah. So we got in some more uh, emails here. Hi, biggity dog. Kai wrote in, "Hey, outlandish, uh, just of photos of yats. If you're missing it, it was very delicious. Sadly, oh. no peanut butter pie. Keep up the enjoyable you podcast. Fucking asshole. I, mean, I meant to tweet it. Thank you. And like, but... what is that? What are we talking about? Yats. Yats restaurant. Oh, gotcha. I meant to tweet. I, I was looking for a, uh, the uh, man. That's just mean, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's mean. From payback. Yeah. Uh, Jeff writes in says, "Heroes of the Outlandish." Oh. Hey, Outlandish crew! <laughs> I heard, I heard y'all were playing Heroes this week, and I wanted to join in on the conversation. Cool. I've been playing Heroes on and off. We already since, talked about it. You missed it. Since technical alpha and coming from a holy paladin background, and wow, I found myself gravitating toward the support characters. Especially Tyrand? 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 Oh, Tyranda? Not sure. Yeah. Uther? After a long... Uther the Lightbringer? After a long break from the game, I returned and focused solely on specialists. 
In fact, the only hero I have a level 10 master skin for is Sylvanas. I love that she can clear lanes nicely when needed, but works well during a team fight. Anyways, I was wondering what roles y'all found useful. Uh, y'all found y'all found yourselves playing over the week. Also, did you take any time to t- uh, did you take any time to take your game to the next level by improving on secondary skills, stutter stepping, map awareness, XP soaking, etc.? Thanks for the great <laughs> podcast, Jeff. Uh, no. Yeah, I'm I think still, even if we played it all week, I wouldn't know what the fuck I he was talking about. I stutter stepped all the time. Yeah, I uh, I still right, haven't. Right. I still don't fully understand Sylvanas after she shoots her uh, black arrow can teleport, but I'm not exactly sure how that works or why I would want to do it in mm. the situations where it's happened accidentally. <laughs> I could see that it could be powerful if I can teleport in the opposite direction, right? Auto writes in says double cheeseburger. Well, wait, versus- so I I like ranged characters no matter what. Mm-hmm. So far, I haven't had any luck with melee characters except for getting them surrounded to where they can't run away and mm-hmm. dying. Yep. I Suddenly, prefer- you're the only thing the towers are shooting at. Yeah, I like because you're right there. I like ranged, and uh, I think out of all the characters I've played right now, Zarya and Sylvanas are my favorite too. I like to cool down. I liked whatever that one that started on Nebo or whatever. Matt liked the Zebo, and to be fair, like I've never really been really good at playing it. I also didn't know about that quick cast option until last week, and I could see how that would make it easier for me because I don't like clicking on shit. Uh, it was, if played correctly, that is a really fucking good character. Yeah. I've just I just like the ability to like try to snare people and try to. I was like the guy that was like, "Oh, you gonna try to run away? All right, I'm gonna try to place these zombie guys to keep them." In yeah, the and that's them. when Mandy's playing. I guess it's, she was playing scenarios, right? That was yeah. Uh, when me and Mandy are playing together, my black arrow slows them down, so she'll throw the roots down, and I'll slow them so that they can't get away I from she was it. Playing before. Yeah, that's it. It's huh. Malfurion. I couldn't. They look. They all have antlers. They all so have I get antlers. them confused. They all look the same to me. They all well, have antlers. Yeah, like there's like two Diablo characters that are both angel people. Yeah, and one of them's a feminine. One's though, a girl. Right? Yeah, yeah, but that's like the only thing that. And then there's seems what different about them. Tychus and the other guy from Starcraft. The only way are they both soldier people? Yeah, huh? They both look almost the same. But you can tell when they talk that it's not the same guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll slow them down and then she'll root them, and that seems to work well. I. That's the other thing about this time that that I'm playing. Since I have a healer with me, I think it's a lot more fun than when I was just trying to go and do it with a bunch of people. Because a lot of people just like to go and kill the heroes to get the XP. Which is understandable, but it's also not very fun to just stand there and kill people. It's like I want I would like to win Oh yeah. I would like to win this one and go on to the next one. So like if you were just to hang out and kill the heroes over and over again, you'd get a lot more XP at the end of the yes. game. Yes. I see. Uh Otto Ronin says double cheeseburger versus McDouble. My dearest outlandish, my real retail reaction is a general one. I hate it when people walk around playing music from their phone speakers. Get some headphones. Yeah. I don't want to hear your shit. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen anybody do that. Oh, God. I see people on speakerphone. Yeah. And work? they're talking like this. 
Hey, guy, what you doing? Yo, man, what's up? Uh, Oh, really? My informal poll of the week, what is the difference between a McDonald's double cheeseburger and a McDouble? I excluded people who never go to McDonald's from the poll. I want to hear your I would be I would be in the exclusions. Doesn't the McDonald double have lettuce on it? No. What is the difference between a McDouble? I, I knew the answer to this because I, I looked it up a while back when I went to McDonald's. Yeah, the same question. Um, they are exactly the same thing, except a double cheeseburger has two pieces of cheese and a McDouble only has one. They both have two meat patties, but one of them has meat, you know, cheese, oh. meat patty, cheese, <laughs> meat patty. But one of them has meat patty, cheese, meat patty. So the double cheeseburger has double cheese, double cheese which yes. makes sense. 53% of people didn't know the difference. 11% of people knew it had to do with cheese, but didn't know why. He, get these, he gets these numbers. 36% he like of people. Maybe he just asked. Maybe he's in a position because he works at the store that he can just ask this question to like He's a Walmart reader, and he just asks people yeah. as they come through the room. Yeah. 36% of people know the McDonald's menu. Welcome like to Walmart, and I got an informal poll. I have an informal poll about McDonald's. What's the difference between uh, double cheeseburger and McDouble? Would you like to see George Went eating a can of beans? <laughs> Would you go see a movie of George Went eating beans? Yeah. Do you like George, George Went? Do you like beans? Would you like to take a survey? Ah, it's only funny to us. <laughs> no, there's somebody that yeah. has watched yeah. Tiny Toons oh, and knows or Animania. So you guys just took that and put it in your movie. Well, my thing was based on how you'd go to the Pines Mall at the time. Oh, yeah. And they would hover around that fountain area or whatever, and they would want to take surveys with you. Yeah, but this was on an episode of Animaniacs. I don't know. They had these people that would come up to them and go, would you like to take a survey? Do you eat beans? Would you like to see a new movie starring George Wint? Would you like to see a movie of George Wint eating beans? Uh, That extra piece of cheese makes it 62% more enjoyable. Okay, he's just pulling a hundred percent of these numbers. <laughs> a double, out of his a ass. double cheeseburger is on the menu for two dollars and twenty cents, and McDouble for two dollars. That seems reasonable. Wow. An wait. extra piece of cheese for twenty cents. Now wait a minute. So I the thought the only difference was that one has more cheese, right? And he just gave a lower price for the one that has more <coughs> cheese. No, the McDouble is for two dollars. Gotcha. Okay, the double I heard cheeseburger I is two twenty. Yes, uh, so, and I agree with his statement. But McDonald's has the two for two fifty menu now. The double cheeseburger isn't part of that menu, but the McDouble is. So I can get two McDoubles for two fifty, or two double cheeseburgers for four forty. I think you gotta go. To the, I think you gotta go to the McDouble. What do you What do you do if you are really hungry and want to spend less than five dollars on fast food? What if you just really like cheese? I mean, if bring you your super own cheese like slices. that cheese, yeah. Bring your own cheese slices. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. B-Y-O-C. Yep. Yep. All right. B-Y-O-C-S. Uh, Bring your own cheese slices. But, but, hold on. I'm not done with this email. Fucking Animaniacs. They can't just walk into the mall. They got to fucking sing a song about it first. So it wasn't Tiny Toons. It was Animaniacs. It's Animaniacs. Read the thing. I got to find it. They have, like, the whole freaking episode on here. But he just asked, what do you do if you're really hungry and want to spend less than $5 on fast food? Just get a large fry. I usually, if I go to fast food, if I'm getting fast food, it's because I've broken down. I know I'm doing something wrong and I shouldn't do it. I'm not going to just spend $5. I'm going to spend the $8 or whatever it is to get, like, the double stack from Wendy's with the fries and the Coke. Okay, what do you do for lunch then, Justin? If I'm going anywhere, it's going to be Wendy's and I'm going to get the large chili. It's $3. Um, 
and probably a uh, whatever the dollar fry is because mm-hmm. I just I tried value to just, fry value fry because I just want to get some fries and I know I shouldn't eat a lot of fries so I'll just enough to be like yeah I had some fries uh, so that's up to four dollars that's pretty much it like that should be all you should be eating at lunch from Wendy's <laughs> okay maybe a baked potato Jeremy, what do you uh, what do you do for lunch? Mandy makes my lunch. Oh, it must be nice. It's so it sweet. It is. She put a note in there too. Is no. it all blue apron? No. Not blue apron. She does something else, right? Oh, wild tree. No. Yeah. Uh, turkey sandwich, applesauce, chips. Is that mats? Cookies. Is it oh a man, it's like a total, like a proper box lunch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then is like it in the like applesauce is and it, cookies? Is it, a lot of sugar. Is it put in a lunchbox with a with it's a all with, natural, with some no children sugar added theme? Oh, that's good. What is it put in a lunchbox of some children's theme? No, it uh, should be though. That'd be bad. dope. I'd totally use like a children's lunchbox. I have an old metal Sesame Street lunchbox. I love it. I do too. Yeah. I got one. If if I had that's a weird. if I had a Fallout lunchbox, I would totally take it. In my Fallout. You know lunchbox. it exists. You got you got to. It does exist. They're expensive. Probably came in a loot box. It's one of those old ones that opens up like from like that, and it's like the like the, kind of like a thermos. The, you know what I'm talking about? The ones that you would see on like construction workers would have, where they open oh, it up and no. it's like oh yeah, those kind of lunch boxes. My dad actually had that lunch box. Basically, a tool chest. It looks like a tool <laughs> chest. <or laughs> kind of. But no, I have that like every day. Yeah. I mean, he's like, "Do you want me to get something different?" I'm like, "No, I'm perfectly happy with this lunch." Like it's the same lunch, same lunch every, every day. day. Wow. Every day. Have you ever thought about do, uh, if if she doesn't have time to make it, I go to Arby's and get a mid roast beef with curly so, fries. So the sale was coming up. The the uh, tax thing was coming up uh, for Amazon. Oh yeah, it hit for on Arkansas. March first. So we now have to pay. So I loaded up my I loaded up my Amazon car. I was like, oh, I gotta buy a bunch of stuff. I gotta buy a bunch of stuff. I, with what? I don't want to get taxed stuff. later. I don't want to get taxed. It's 11%. Yeah, but if you're just buying it because you don't want to get taxed, then you're spending more money than you would have when you didn't, tax. When you didn't anyways, buy it. Anyways, so like I'm loading up my car, right? And I'm just like, yeah. oh, what do I got to get? I got to get to this mount. So I wanted to get to like the mount. <coughs> mount? Yeah. A so mount. I'm, uh, an amount. I wanted to get to oh, an amount to you. where I could do the 12-month Amazon store uh, 0% financing. Ah. But that mount was like 549 or something Ooh. like that. And I was like, I was like, ah. Only at like three hundred and something. I need to get to more. So I started looking. Right, Please tell me this ends with I had a revelation and didn't, didn't buy, buy anything. anything. And so then I loaded up. I loaded up. Uh, I was looking. I was like, I come across food containers or something like that, and I saw the food containers, and they were divided out by th- in, in threes, and it got me thinking. Like, uh, do you ever think about like planning your meals, like actually cooking a meal, like uh, large scale? All this shit, and then like doing meals. So Wild Tree has About, this like, thing called ten, a ten plans, uh, but uh, called a meal workshop, mm-hmm. and they you you buy the stuff for it. Of course, they you send do. it all to why you. Why wouldn't you? You have a party. You have to make money somehow. You have a party where everybody else has bought this stuff too, and then you make like ten meals and put them in I, freezer what, bags. What do I just have like? A house of kitchen? I don't know. How do you invi- have a party where people make things? You put all the stuff out like on a table or something, and people right. Make but I'm it. saying there's a lot of cooking involved. Like, well, you don't I, you I, don't I, cook it. You just you like you put the meat in the marinade and then put it in the freezer, or you put oh. together all the vegetables that go together with this. And well, then the, you're not preparing meals. You're just prepping. You're putting meat in the freezer. 
I don't understand. No, you're preparing like the marinade and whatever sides go with it. You're like, if it's macaroni and cheese, you go ahead and make the sauce and put it in there with the macaroni, and then you freeze all of this, and then you eat it within the next two weeks. Okay. So the meat comes cooked? No, you go buy meat, you put it in the marinade so that it's... So it's not preparing for meals that are ready to eat, it's preparing to be all you able have to, to do, quickly cook All you have meal. to do is pull them out of the freezer and put them in the oven. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, so like it showed all these people making their meals and like they would have like uh, 10 Tupperware things laid out and just like have all of them already made out and I was thinking like, man, I couldn't do that. I just, I don't know, something about me does not want to... Decide that this I, is what you're eating. Well, I mean, like, that's like five. I would, I would subconsciously be like, is this still like four days? Can I eat this four there, days yeah, later? Yeah, I mean, yeah. there, there are, there are some that? people that cook dinner for the whole week on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. And then just put it in the fridge. Well, to your point, Matt, I've been planning out my weeks lately. I'm in a biggest loser contest, mm-hmm. which has been fucking great for me. And I've gotten down to a point where I've gotten so hardcore about it that I'm eating cleaner than I ever have in my life. So, like, for example last week you shouldn't eat cleaner it's dangerous <laughs> uh every morning i, I, I need to keep the tie pods out of reach by the way i <laughs> this is a notice bite-sized i uh, uh what happened but apparently that's a problem have you never seen these you don't watch tv or anything so no. you don't know but there's a big push to hide the tie pods apparently the Tide Pods? Yeah, you know what Tide Pods are? Oh. You know, little laundry yeah, 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 yeah. Or like yeah, I use those. Or whatever. So, so kids there's are a like... big push like on Pandora, on TV. They're all about making you aware that you need to keep these out of reach of children. And I'm like... Because what do they think they are? Well, first off, like fruit dish juice? tablets have been around for how long and they look like candy? So why are we all of a sudden Tide Pods is push, pushing for it? And I guess kids are... I, maybe I they're more toxic. Somehow. I haven't heard in the thing that... I, maybe they have some form of bleach in them or something like that. Or I haven't... Like, they don't look anything like what a kid would drink or But eat. they look like... A, they, they do. I mean, they're like orange and blue. Yeah. But they're in these little packets. Like, I can't... I've never heard of anything that a kid drinks that are just these little They eat packets. Legos nowadays, Justin. I don't know if you know this. Well, but I, I don't... Mean, not hearing any commercials on Pandora about keeping Legos out of reach. I mean... Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I wonder what happened with Tide anyways. That They yeah, had to have gotten sued anyways, by somebody. Yeah. Going back to and Tide cleaning. is paying them to say, hide your Tide pods. Uh, so you're cleaner. Yeah, so like, for example, last week I have... or Well, last few weeks I, on Sunday... We'll make these egg muffins, which is just like eight eggs in a bowl. You put in a half a cup of cream, you whip it up, um, and then... Justin's like, I'm eating really healthy. I have like eight eggs with cream every Sunday. Yeah, and if you know what's good for you, that I'm I'm, I'm actually eating really healthy. No, but he's saying like, like that, you're that's eating the eight one eggs meal. and, you're and eating cream. That, oh, okay, okay. One meal. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, I'm I'm telling you a recipe. You gotta let me finish. Let me, let me finish. I know. Let me finish. I know. I know. Uh, Can I finish? So can I finish? Can I finish? I finish. No. Uh, so then you can just you just pour that into egg muffin tins. But of course, right. like with any good egg dish, you can kind of add whatever you think goes good with eggs, which is lots of stuff. So I've been uh, sautéing. You can buy like um, like a three pepper and onions uh-huh. mix. Sauté <coughs> that up. You put that in the the muffin pin things before and pour the egg on that i'm buying like bacon putting that in there uh matt's laughing at me because because 
He's probably going to complain about the way no, I'm it's doing just, something. It's just the fact that if I was to think, I mean, you know, with us living together and everything, it's like, it's, I would be like, that sounds like Justin. Like, it, cause it doesn't, it doesn't sound like an extravagant meal. Like, you're not going to. No, you're through, right. No, just, no, no, it no, sounds no, no, like, no, no. It sounds like. No, 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 no. A, like, if I was to as look at. As simple as possible. If I was to look up Justin's Google history on, like, how to cook, it would probably be like, simplest way to. Yes. X. Oh, yeah. Easy recipe. I usually type, like, easy before right. I try to search it. But, like, on purpose, because I'm not a good cook. Yeah. I have had troubles in the past. But I think, um, but I think, I think anybody can be a good cook. It's just a matter of. I've had a lot of failures, and, like, and it's been and, discouraging, and it makes yeah. me more hesitant to try anything more. I, I'm I'm opening up. I went and yeah. bought a hand mixer. I didn't even have one before. As long as you follow the recipe exactly as it says. Science. Unless su- you're trying to you'd do... You'd be surprised unless you're, unless, at how many recipes do not give you exacts. You would be surprised like, how many times your, they're like, make your own caramel, and I do exactly like they say, and it still burns. This is okay. what I'm saying. Okay, that's a little bit... No, I mean, I'm talking about sometimes there are non-specifics. Really? Sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Like baking, well, what they say is baking is a science, cooking is an art. Baking, I can get next to. Yeah. But think about baking. They'll be like, yeah, uh, cook it like 20 to 30 minutes or until it's done. Like, Yeah. See, I love that one. I love the until it's, until it's, it's done. Like golden brown yeah. or crispy center or right. whatever. Like constructions are usually... F- they're not built for people like me who don't usually cook. They're built for people who have a f- general general familiarity with cooking that they can use generalities with. That's why I wish blue medium apron to high, was cheap. medium high heat. Is that just midway between? That, high I put and it medium? halfway between medium and high. Except that every stove is different. That's the other problem, right? Because all ovens and stoves are different. You never know. If it's boiling over, it's too high. If it's not bubbling, it's too low. So, anyway, so yeah, egg, those egg muffin things, and then I cook those, and then I just put them in a Ziploc bag, and I eat two every morning. Um, and then for lunch this week, I bought a bunch of... Uh, and how many does that make? Twelve. Okay. Uh, and, sorry, I just did it again. I'm being more cognizant of it, Matt. Uh, and then for lunch, I was doing... Uh, you can buy broccoli cauliflower bags that you just put in the microwave and they steam. Um, steamables. Yep, steamables. Those are great. Easy. <laughs> uh, eating those with... Uh, I wonder what effect those have on a microwave, though. What? You know? What do you mean? Well, because you're generating all that steam in there and the precipitation. You know, I mean, just like we talked about it acid comes out the top. and corrosion and stuff. But you feel like that, that precipitation like has to be building up something... Oh, to kind of erode it or it comes it out the top. Yeah, by default, microwaves tend to steam all the water that's in whatever dish. I think they're built pretty well. Yeah, for but it. I, it just sucks it out and blows it out the top. Okay, I think they're built for it. All right, uh, they don't. Then, they're not like completely sealed off. It's radio waves, not like uranium radiation going off in there. So I think Matt's thinking about water erosion. You know, it is the universal solvent, but still. I mean, it's not like building up pressure inside or... Well, it's still building pre- some pressure. Well, no, it's completely open. It's The pressure is equal inside and outside your no, microwave. No, I, I, can't, I can't imagine that. Otherwise, you wouldn't have steam built. I mean, otherwise, it would just... The, the pressure when the... Well, in the case of the steamables, the pressure is because they tell you not to... Not to but I think when you... the bag. I, if... 
I, I just can't imagine that there's not pressure. Like there has to be, there may, it may not Inside be extreme pressure, but there's still a, cause it can't, re, I don't think it can release everything at once. I don't think the, the whole, the, the, the escape for where the, where it's escaping from would be a compre, uh, would be equal to the amount of pressure building up into it. Okay. So imagine that you take a steaming cup of something and sit it into a cardboard box and don't close the lid. That's what it's like to put something hot in the microwave. There's no pressure. It's just open on top. And but it's not microwave... completely open. I mean, it's a, I mean, it's a box. It has holes in it, yes. But it's not completely open. It's open enough that the air pressure... You have to have something completely sealed off to have a pressure difference. Right. Otherwise, the air is... I think that's just... true. It's yeah, true. Yeah. So you're telling me if I have a balloon, it's filled... If I, op- if I open it to let air out, there's no pressure in that balloon? The pressure is escaping it's the balloon. It's equalizing. Right, because, but there's pressure in the balloon, because, and it's not equal until all the air gets out of it. Because you had it sealed off. Right. If you never closed... If you never closed the... If you just hold the balloon out here and blow on it and never seal it off, you will never have any air in that balloon. Right, but I think... Okay. So anyway, that's what I've been eating for lunch. I don't know how this... <laughs> With guacamole. A little bit of hummus, too. And then for uh, dinner... Wait, so what is... Oh, broccoli. Okay. I was eating spinach salads, and what I was doing is... At, if you go to the, the one of the nicer Kroger's, mm-hmm. they have a meat section where they've just cooked meats, and you just buy, you know, however many pounds of that. So they, have, they got these pork loins, cooked pork loins. So I was buying, like, a pound of that, and I would cut up one of those into each salad. So, yeah, kind of preparing my meals. Uh, and then... So, okay. Do you eat beans? Would you like to see a new movie starring George Wendt? Do you eat beans with George Wendt? Would you like to see George Wendt eating beans in a movie? Do you eat beans at George Wendt movies? Would you like to see George Wendt in a bean-eating movie? How many beans do you eat at George Wendt bean-eating movies? How many bean-eating movies have you seen with George Wendt? Um, it's not that we would like to take your survey. Uh, it's more like we'd rather have dental surgery. I didn't, I didn't realize he had plagiarized that at all, honestly. For 15, no, six, 18 years, I didn't realize he had plagiarized that. Who? You thought I made this up? Oh. Yeah, I didn't realize that he had, that he had, had plagiarized oh, that. Shit. By the way, folks, we wrote a movie when oh, we were in God. high school. We've posted it on the website before. Have we? I don't know. Oh, George Wynn. That's a uh, guy from Norm. Shows. Yeah. Anyways, I was like, now I gotta find out. Damn it, you guys doing it. All right, uh, there was another email. Anyway, what I was gonna say is, uh, I mean, I don't remember. What I was <laughs> yeah, it wasn't nothing, anything important. Food, probably not. Johnny wrote in. He says, Chick Fil A. While most of the Mandela effect examples you talked about <coughs> blew my mind as well, I think the reason that everyone, including myself, thinks that Chick Fil A is spelled Chick C H I K is because that's how it's spelled in all of their eat more chicken signs. Yes! That's true. Yes, good point! Also, CP3O's silver leg probably reflected a lot of the gold light from the rest of him. Sand of the desert planets, etc., which would help it blend in. Which would make it brown. Also, you usually don't have shots where you can see characters' legs. 
Right. Or anyway, go often anyway. Usually have, you can just see his arms and head. Yeah. Anyway, I've been listening for the past seven or so years and will continue doing so until the episodes stop coming out. You guys have always been my favorite podcast, delivering hilarity and exceptional sound quality every week or two or three. Keep up the great work. Keep up the great work. Then he, then he wrote in and followed up. By the way, I always decided to wait until the end of the podcast to email you guys and end up forgetting, so I paused partway through to send that last one. Awesome. I wasn't I wasn't trying to give you guys shit about the schedule. The episodes are free, and I'm happy whenever a new one shows up, so keep them coming. Cool. If you've only been listening for seven years, I recommend going back and listening to the first two years. They're good years. <laughs> this is a, that, it's also nostalgic. That's the toothbrush. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it says eat more chicken. Yep. That's yeah, that's, that's got to be it. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, so yeah, also, fillet is spelled wrong, so that kind of gets your brain yeah. thinking like, oh, the chick's probably spelled wrong, too. That chick's probably spelled I have wrong. a feeling they spelled it like that because otherwise people would be like, we're going down to Chick-fil-A. You know somebody would call it that. Yeah. yeah anyways, Although uh, we don't yeah. seem to get buffet wrong. Uh, I'm watching... That's true. Sword Art Online 2, which is a sequel of Sword Art Online. There, it, it makes me chuckle when I'm watching it. So Sword Art Online is about, uh, the synopsis is, uh, people log into a v, uh, virtual reality MMO. It's a fantasy uh, virtual reality MMO. You pronounce dot hack sign wrong. <laughs> and uh, so they're in this VR MMO, and they end up getting stuck into it. They're locked into it. They can't log out. Mm-hmm. There's no log out button. Also, I think they did the whole, and if you die in the game, Yeah, if you, you die, die in the game, you die in the real world. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, so they had two seasons of this. Uh, one plays through one world of virtual reality MMO. And the, the second one plays through another world of virtual reality It was MMO. super pervy and weird, and it made me stop watching. That was the second, yeah. Yes. I didn't, I didn't stop watching. I kept watching okay. it, but it was just very funny. Uh, and then, so the, this one come out, Sword Art Online 2, and it's it's uh, following the characters and everything. From the original? <coughs> from the original. Oh. Uh, and uh, there's a new virtual reality MMO called uh, GGO, and it's like Guns something. Good online. game, online. And uh, it's all about, uh, it's basically like a shooter. Ah, um, so they they were like, we did this fantasy MMO, now we're doing Destiny. Yeah, and so, uh, but somebody is killing people in this game. Mm. They shouldn't be able to. They've made it so that... Like, actually killing yeah, them. Yeah, people are dying of heart failure. Uh, they're basically having heart attacks or something. That's what happened and, to those people in Korea. Yeah, and, they're, and, and so... It's like, a funny conceit that there's this world where this can happen again. Yeah. I mean, and, I get it. Like, and, But know. it's funny, because like... There will be scenes where they're like, you can see your panties. Oh, really? And it's just like, like just camera. Just a camera angle. Right, right. Or just like she's wearing shorts, really tight shorts or something like that. Yeah. There's just be a camera angle. I'm like, there's no reason. Yeah. Like, why, why are you showing yeah. this angle? Like, yeah. And then there was just like one scene where they're talking and she's laying down and they just, it's just a shot of her butt. They're talking. The funny part, not funny part, the, the sad part is, is that's just, that's considered fan service. There's yeah. actually a word for it. And even in really serious anime like Evangelion, there's scenes like that. Yeah. It's just kind of a part of it's just some anime. Me. It just makes me laugh. Yeah. It's like, 
<laughs> you guys are doing this for one reason. Right, right. Hey, man, it's just the story's camera angle. It's, you know, like, that's just where that's just we where happen the ha- to see that's the where, scene. That's where here. the camera just happened to be at the time. Yeah. Look, they're not real characters. Well, their, what's funny is they had to go to an animator and be like, I want you to draw this scene. I need you to just draw. Oh, the animator just, did. Just draw. Was like, I need you yeah. to just draw, like, 647 just, frames of her butt. We've got, we've got a quote to meet here. I just need just cleavage right here. That's all that needs to be in this frame. Just cleavage. <laughs> Uh, Draw but, the letter Y, but make it bouncy. I'm probably you know uh, what I mean. I'm probably 13 or 14 episodes of that. Is it on Netflix? Yeah, or? it's on Netflix. Oh. So I'm really wait, I'm waiting for Log Horizon to pick back up. Uh, I think it got to a point to where the anime hit the manga. Oh, uh, waiting for more manga to come out. Yeah, to continue that storyline. Attack on Titan coming out in 2018. So right. I guess we're we gonna go see Ghost in the Shell. I need to hear about some reviews on that one. ScarJo. ScarJo? ScarJo. I mean, it looks kind of cool. I like that the trailer had original music from the original anime. Hmm. I never watched the original anime. I should watch that. Yeah. Or should I? Should I watch this movie and then go back and watch the anime? I would say watch the movie first because every time I've read a book and then watched the movie, I just end up... Hating the movie. Yeah, kind of thinking like... Not necessarily hating it, but I get so wrapped up in thinking about all the things that were changed right. that it's difficult to enjoy it properly. Right. So I would watch the movie and then go back and watch the anime and be like, huh. Just like that. Just watch the anime and be like, huh. 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 Imagine that. Scholar Joe should have been talking There's also a show that they did like 15 years later. It was on Cartoon hmm. Network, I think, for a while. I don't remember if it was well, a sequel or a reboot I know or something. Done plenty of like Ghost in a Shell colon. This yeah. standalone complex. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, <coughs> I'm playing Madden, doing franchise mode. I'm on my second year. Yeah, it's really cool to like uh, learn how the NFL operates. I guess right. that mode. What is this? What does the NFL uh, look like in this world where Matt just dominates every team? Uh, well, it's crazy. Eighty three so, to uh, seven. At least a hundred. At least a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, I'm playing as the Pittsburgh Steelers, and let me tell you, I don't think Le'Veon Bell will have such a great a season, except under my franchise. Right, uh, I, five thousand yards, or is that that's probably well, underestimated? Four thousand, okay. four thousand. Well, I got to split it up amongst receiving and rushing. Right, right, right. I can't just. I mean, if 30, I just thirty rushed, rushing touchdowns, forty-ish okay. or so in the season. Okay. Uh, Plus receiving some receiving touchdowns. Uh, actually, no, I don't do any kind of like screens or anything. I haven't really, I haven't really delved do into. You the get playbook. touchdowns that are not rushing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I do. Okay. I do. I, I usually throw uh, at least two one hundred and fifty probably or so yards per receiver. Uh, I was going to say okay. he, he has to have the the QB rating up around two ninety five. You still have Antonio Brown, or if you like, yeah, changed I have, up. Okay. I signed a deal. So uh, twenty eighteen, uh, okay. we re-signed. Uh, I thought you might have gone after like a favorite receiver on another team, maybe. No, I love, I love, I love the team, the Steelers. I oh, love yeah. the, their their core, yeah. what they have. I oh, lost. So you got unfortunately, me and uh, Marcus Wheaton could not reach an agreement. Well, fuck that guy. He can't stay off drugs. He went right? to the Tennessee Titans. I had to let. He had to, oh, he God, I can see that happen in real life, man. Uh, so see that happen in real life. I signed Martavis Bryant, and what's funny is like when you're going through the game, it'll do like news stories and stuff, and like Martavis Bryant. Got a hell of a deal. I don't know what the Steelers were thinking. Oh, like they'll and call like, you out. Have you seen his stats? His stats are amazing. 
He rec- he's already, I mean, yeah, in the real world, we're he's midway through the season, he's, and he's already gotten two thousand yards yeah, receiving. Yeah, I mean, in the real world, he's got drug problems, but in my world, he's got one hundred fifty yards a game. And uh, and, and it was weird. One hundred fifty yards per reception in twenty seventeen. In in twenty seventeen. <laughs> How is that even possible? Because <laughs> he runs around a lot. <laughs> he just runs in a circle. In 2017, Le'Veon Bell was not suspended for three games. I was like, oh, I get him week one. Sweet. This is great. <laughs> uh, oh, because they force you to but, yeah. they force your players to to roster. Uh, follow or, the uh, suspension yeah, rules. Usually, the- well, well, usually they follow. Yeah, you'll get injuries and stuff like that stuff. But I thought it would just force him. Since when that game come out, he was probably already named. Sus- He's going to be Pretty suspended. Sure. Yeah, it was like they usually come out in August, right? Yeah. But it's funny to go through it and then see how stuff changes up and have to negotiate contracts and stuff. Me and Le'Veon Bell, we 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 just cannot negotiate. We can't get on the you right page. Franchise tagged him every time. Every past two years, I franchise tagged him. I'm like, fuck Which you. Is funny, of course, because that's what they did. Yeah, it's like, fuck you. World. You don't want to agree with me? Franchise tag, bitch. I just got you for eight. What? Months. How does that work exactly? You have to pay them a certain amount of money, like just straight up. They just get that much for that one year. I and see. And then the, every and year, and it's different for every team, or it's the same for every team. I, I don't know. It, like I read when I was reading about Le'Veon Bell, they were talking about the franchise tag for running backs to get up to like ten or twelve million this year. So I don't know if it's like oh, it might be different per player. I don't. Yeah, or I don't player know. Type. I don't know what it is. Like what, how the franchise huh. tag is determined. It's interesting. But it was just always fun because you can only franchise tag one person. So if I can't. It is kind of a smackdown though, right? Like, yeah, like he wants to get paid, yeah. but he probably should be getting paid. Makes you wonder if it makes them play differently. Well, it, Can you it, be franchise tagged every year? or can You they... could. Ooh. But every time you do it, I think that m- increases the penalty on, on it, if I'm not mistaken. The amount you have to pay them. Yeah, the amount you have mm-hmm. to pay. It, it penalizes your cap, I think, is what it Oh, does. interesting. But, um, As it should, because you've got this awesome player that you're paying less than that you haven't be. signed a contract to, right, whatever. right. But it's funny because I want to get these rookies because you go at the end of that season you do drafts mm. and you're like you, so you scout uh, throughout the season you're scouting the college players and you're they're giving you feedback on like their rankings and stuff really and how they want to rank in the That's season pretty cool. uh, and then uh, you get points and then you go and scout them you you look at three attributes of them and they'll tell you where they think they should go in the draft. And then, so when your draft pick comes up, you're like, do I want to trade my player? Do I want to trade my pick for, for like, some other picks in the future yeah. to other teams? So, like, I'll look. You can mark college players. Uh, uh, you want to watch them during the draft or something like that. So you'll have a watch list, and you can be like, well, I don't need anybody in round two. They say this guy's going to go in round three. So you just trade around your round two pick to get future picks next year. And so it's it's very cool to like do that, but at the same time, I want to keep the Pittsburgh players I know. Yeah. But I want to build. Eventually, I have you to. You gotta build. imagine that team's gonna start to fall apart because oh. they've got so much star power. Oh yeah. I mean, Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell are both arguably the best yeah. at their position in yeah. the game. I imagine that cap has got to be hit to shit this year because they had to be. sign Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, and from what I understand. You know they're paying good money to Roethlisberger. Has like three more years on his contract, and he's like twenty mil a year or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. It's no wonder that their defense hasn't been as good as it used to be. Yeah. Hey, they're ranked like around eighty percent, eighty. Okay, out of a hundred. Yeah, so. in your game. 
Uh, when is the draft? Is it early May? It's about to start. Oh. Uh, 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 they're doing combine stuff right say, now. The combines are this so week. So maybe like a couple, a, a week or two, I think they're about to do the draft. So that's something you do when you're going through that part. They'll give you a combine score and show you like all their stats for mm. the combine. Mm. But it's really cool because when you pick the player, it'd be like his overall uh, talent level is number you know sixty three, but you drafted him at position ninety two in the draft, so you did great. Mm. And it's like yeah, I did motherfucker, I scouted it. <laughs> but it's really cool. All the different management. There's like all kinds of like ownership things you have to take care of. Your like your uh, fan happiness and like the. Mm. Uh, uh, stadium and like media re- questions. Like when Jeez. I, when me and Le'Veon kept on, like couldn't agree on shit. Yeah. Like they were like, your, your, your star player isn't, isn't happy. Happy. I mean, isn't, you guys are having trouble, blah, blah, blah. What do you think about it? You might, you might leave the team, blah, blah. And I have to choose one of three answers to give. And like, based on what I chose, so you're like actually answering interview questions. Yeah. They would like wow. propose you a question. And then based on the choice that you got, you get a bonus or something for something. Hmm. We just have to keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. One of them, I think they were talking about maybe Ben Roethlisberger was going to retire or somebody else was going to retire. And they were like, uh, how do you think about you guys parting ways, you know, if the season. And so you either was like, I think we got good players on our team that can fill in the void or it's going to be sad that when he leaves, but the draft will make up, we'll make Ooh. it up in the draft. Or yeah. Like, and depending on which one you pick, you got different uh, bonuses. Right. So. I think it's really cool just to go through there. I kind of hate having to play through the games, but then I don't want to not go. I was going to gonna say you it. don't want to simulate them because yeah. you'll lose. Yeah, or at least not beat the shit out of them. That's right? Sad. No, there's there's the distinct possibility that you will lose. Yeah. <coughs> I really enjoy it. That's cool. It keeps on prompting me. Do you want to update your roster? And I'm like, you know, do you want to download the revised 2017 roster? And I'm like. Well, they're pretty good right now. Like they're, yeah, they got everybody right you now. want. Yeah. They haven't lost in weeks. Yeah. But uh, well, I'm like thinking, like you know, they made uh, what was it? Who was it? Michael Floyd. Yeah, the what guy about him? Went from the, he went from. Uh, he was he got on the released. Cardinals. Oh, didn't, didn't he get released? I don't know by the Cardinals, and then the Patriots signed him, and he got the ring out of that. Yes. They're like Michael Floyd has a ring. Did that happen? Yes. yes. Oh my god! Uh, you know they were he, talking about it on the radio. There's yeah. no way he feels good about that. He didn't contribute. He didn't even get. He ring. didn't play. He didn't play in the Super Bowl. Like that would be a weird thing. Like here you go, here's your Super Bowl ring, and you're just like, I, 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 this is all I've ever wanted. What did you see? Uh, but not if I mean I'm just giving this as a bench, like, a no, bench player. No, you a, were on the team. But but did you see uh, that'd probably tear a person up? You're not following Dave Richard anymore. Are you? Nah, I don't, I don't follow. He says like he retweeted I think something or maybe somebody else retweeted my feed that uh, Mike Glennon, you know Mike Glennon, he was quarterback for the quarterback. He he was yeah he Bay. was one of those that was drafted to maybe be a lead and then it was realized like nope he's one of the bums and he was offered like eight or. Eight, ten, or twelve—I can't remember. It was a high number to continue being the backup, and he refused that because he went to play somewhere. I guess, and I'm like, I would easily take anything over a million to set on a bench. Well, here's the deal: if he can get a starting role somewhere else, he's going to get paid more. 
Potentially. Or at least as much. But he's also starting. Potentially, I mean, I mean, you're you're young. You you want to play? If you, but I mean, considering you can just draft rookies and try them, I mean, I would definitely do that over fucking Mike Lennon. But I guarantee he's one of those guys that's gonna end up. He's gonna be twenty five or twenty six. Gonna end up on some other team. Yeah. The front guy's gonna go down. He's gonna come in. He's gonna be great because that's what always happens. Suddenly it's like, oh, we've got a quarterback here, but and eventually he plays some game where it's like. Oh, right. He's actually really bad. As soon as some team figures him out, it always happens. I can't wait to see how this year shapes up. Really? Yeah. I'm excited now that I've been playing Madden and watching free agencies and stuff. I saw Adrian Peterson's going to be a free agent. Brandon Marshall's going to be a free agent. Brandon Marshall, free agent again, huh? Look forward to it. Dale Revis is going to jail or something. I don't know. (laughs) Jail jail Revis. I wonder where Adrian (laughs) Peterson's going to end up. I wonder if he'll be good. Oh yeah, he didn't. He got injured, right? He got he injured. Didn't even play. Did he play. He played the last. I think he might have played the game last or two? game. He was supposed to. He was shitty the first two games too. Yeah. Of course, they're. Uh, if he ends up in a place with a good uh, offensive line, oh, boy, that'll that'll spin the draft rumors, fantasy football draft rumors. Where do you think you go? Houston. No, they just. They have Lamar Miller. That's not. Yeah, running oh, back's right. not their problem. Uh, Green Bay. Hmm. Yeah, I think they ought to make Tom Montgomery. Green Bay, I could see Green Bay happening. No, they still got they got too much in Eddie Lacy and Tom and. Uh, I don't know. Eddie Lacy gets hurt a lot. He's never quite as good. Part ways, he's a Trent Richardson. Or just tandem. Let them see who you know. Hmm. Hmm. Anyways, all right. That's enough about football. In, out of football season. I could also see him in Chicago. Really. Yeah. I think Jeremy Langford did real. Uh, which one? Which one was there? Slight, I think you're. Ooh, wait a minute. It was Langford. That was the guy that started guy. but went down. I don't. Remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. Which I like one not which. thinking about football in the off season. <laughs> think about it too much when fans. Colors done though, right? If Colors you listen done. to the radio, is like, is your uh, lease? Should be. Huh. No, I'm saying he's like he should be done. Tony Romo. Romo, I'll be interested to see where he goes. If he goes somewhere, is he going somewhere? Pretty sure. What was mm. that? Oh, like talking about football in the off season. The the Razorbacks they lost a few games in a row in basketball, and the guy, some guy, called the radio and he's like, because everybody wants to fire the coach once they lose like yeah. a few games in a row. Yeah, right? and he's like Brad Bielema, he's the football coach. Uh, he lost games and nobody's calling in tonight talking about getting rid of Brett Bielema and the people on the radio are like, because it's basketball season and the game just happened. Nobody's really talking about football right now. Yeah. And I was like, that guy's just, he's, he's ready for football season again. All right. Thanks uh, for listening. I was looking up Jeremy Langford. Oh, uh, thanks for listening to episode 357. He only got four touchdowns. Who was the other guy? Well, the, okay. The Bears' record was three and thirteen. So, but he had sixty-two attempts with only two hundred yards and four touchdowns. I'm sure. I'm pretty but sure he's the guy that? that started and got hurt. Yeah, but who was that guy? I don't. I don't know. There's no other information. I even on had this him. Page. I, don't, I don't remember. He was one of the good things I did on that sort of. Why you're and way too high on Jeremy Langford? 
thanks for this episode 357. You can follow us on Facebook at <laughs> www.facebook.com slash Outlandish Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Outlandish Cast. You can follow me at Outlandish Matt. You can follow Justin Outlandish Beats. And you can follow Jeremy Outlandish Jer. Uh, you can send us an email at letter, that's singular, letter at outlandishpodcast.com. Thanks for this episode 357, and we will catch you in 358. Uh, should happen next week, but it may be a shitty recording because I think I have to work next weekend and the weekend after that. What? Why? Bye. There you go. Say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you for listening. Good enough.